Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. Ex Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking off they just, but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? I would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus, Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an optimal. Somebody got to drop the homie, Biggie has got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no, I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would So what a long frown, a man home from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be. Fucking do what you want to do. So I do what I want to do. Bet you did it to floss. Bitch, I did what I wanted. Bet you did it and lost. Bitch, I did it and won it. Shit, I'm never coming back. Listen, I just want to rap. Gee, I told y'all all of that. On about a dozen tracks. I don't give a fuck. I just, I just, I just want to rap. Spitting fire on this track. Like a fucking thundercat. Plus this mic is bleeding roho. This shit is a no-no. Rolling in that low-low. Plus I'm from that ball. Tomorrow, need a folk, folk, smoking on my logo. Ready for the woe, and we so so silly with the flow. Somebody got a bobo. Heard the lanes, and I swear they so so. Too much love for the fame, just to go broke. You said like I had the rap game and the show card. No one think I got the whole world on a rope. Don't gotta think a damn dog, you crazy. Is he the next Jay Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know. Maybe. Welcome back to the Insane Check Podcast. Your host, Chris, here. And joining me from all the way over the West Coast, I got my boy, Tim. What's going on, man? Uh, what's up, man? Good to see you. Oh, good to talk to you. Right, good to see you. <laughs> this weird. is all the audio, right? Yo, yo, that's always an odd thing, right? When we're doing when we're doing these shows, it's like, yo, it was good to see you. Good to talk to you. It's like, oh wait, yeah, we 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 haven't been in person either, have we? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, we nah. haven't. I out, it's funny. I got to hang out with Rod and Cam when they were here for uh, right. PodCon. Yeah, I mean, we got that was we gotta, cool. Got to change that, man. I got to change that. But yeah, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I need to make it to one of these events or something. Man, it's, and, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just like I said, it's but, just funny that. You know, you have these friendships and you talk to these people for such a long time, and then you're like, (laughs) "Oh, we haven't met." Like, I think was either last year or the year before last, the first year I met Rod and Karen. If you were like, "Oh, yeah, you guys have had a met for a long time ago," before I'm like, "Mm, "No, no, this is the first time, first time in public," and And, and, like nothing changes. (laughs) And I don't know about you. I mean, I listen to my podcast through you know my earphones a lot, so it's very personal when you listen to people for weeks. For years, mm-hmm. you feel like you know this person because you've heard them constantly in your ears throughout the day, and you realize you've never met this person. It's very bizarre, but yeah, but it's dope though. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it, it's that, and it's also just the talking off offside of that. Like you well, know, between not just having you on the guest as it's Angel, you fill in all the time for movie reviews. We talk movies. We're either on yeah. online and talk that stuff. So like, it's just like that back and forth, that that talking about these things and DMs and things like that. Oh, we don't do it as much anymore, but right, with me, Rod, uh, Brandon's weird because I see Brandon all the fucking time, but like, you know, Aaron, <laughs> all them, it used to be, um, and I'm not on there as much anymore, but it used to be Xbox, like everything would be on Xbox. We do the shows and we're like spending hours and hours and hours, you know, playing Xbox games together. And like you 
you become like legit friends and you just get this. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's, just, it's such a weird thing. Same thing with like, you know, other people like Shanna. Like I see Shanna, like I see Shanna at most, maybe twice a year. If we do a live event here, she comes out, I'll see her then. Most time it's usually just that week we're in San Diego and that's it. But like, you know, other than that, I, I'm constantly talking. Like she hit me up this week about something I needed to do uh, in my duties as editor in chief. And I was like, hey, listen, <laughs> look, you've been here long enough. You're basically senior editor. You do what you think you need to do and just tell me what I need to sign. <laughs> like, right. You told me what right. I need to do and, and I, like, you're good. You're like, you know, it's just. And, and I've been. I, I've been meaning to thank you, man. I, you know, I've been doing a bunch of other podcasting and guesting and doing a bunch of other random stuff. And I remember this was one of the first podcasts I was on regularly as a guest when I was, you know, you're still trying to get your podcast legs and and not getting tired of hearing your voice and figuring out, you know, what to say and forgetting you said something, you know, all those things you go through when you first podcasting. And, and I'm meaning to say thank you how much I appreciate the opportunity to be on your shows and come on and talk and, and whether it be you or, you know, even, you know, being on with Rod and Karen and, and doing reviews with them and being on their show. And it's, it's helpful. And I think for a lot of us marginalized people, the opportunities don't come. And so I appreciate you being willing to have other people on who don't have big platforms to come on and, and talk about movies. And also hearing other people like Joy on your podcast to share her experience and talk about, you know, film criticism. Uh, so anyway, so thank you, man. I appreciate it. I don't think I've ever actually thanked you. Um, but I do appreciate it, man. I, I recognize it, and I'm 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 happy that people like you and Rod and and Phenom exist for these opportunities for other people to get out and sort of have their voice out there, man. So, man, thank you. You're doing you're doing good work, man. Oh, man, you're you're more than welcome for that, man. And I like I said, I always tell it's it's weird hearing you say that because I don't even think of it like that. You know, I'm usually on the other end <laughs> going like, man, I'm just so grateful these people say they want to be on the show because I literally <laughs> did not have a guest for this week, and so I needed somebody, or I was gonna be talking to Mike on myself. <laughs> And so, but no, you're you're right. Is it's it well, it's one of the things that when we first started, when it was me, Rod, Karen, um, Phenom, and us, we started our shows, and we it was we started the whole Chitlin Circuit thing. We kind of laughed about it. That was right. that was going to be like how we called ourselves and our three shows, and 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 hey, we kind of helped each other out. Is because like, there wasn't a lot of podcasting back then in general, right? And and finding that information about how to podcast and how to do things wasn't really available more, you know, even less if you were a person of color, right? <clears throat> Nowadays, right. it's so much different, but I do sometimes do see like that. Some people still feel that the thing that some shows are too big for them to come on or they can't mm-hmm. ask that. And I'm just like, yo, honestly, I, as long as you can talk on the mic and you have views that kind of line up with mine and you're not going to be homophobic, transphobic, you know, hate women and things like that. Like we can get on the show and rap and talk and stuff like that. And, it's just, right. I, it is what it, I mean, that's what I want to do. I want to, I, I don't see helping. And I know sometimes people feel this way that helping other people into this, you know, into podcasting is competition. It's just more people you can lean on when you, you know, it's like, I'm actually glad it's like you podcasting means you're getting into podcasting. I mean, you understand what it means to like be a guest. Right. You have your headphones, you have a mic that works and things like that, which means <laughs> right. I, like, it means it's like, man, I want to do a show, but I don't want to have to deal with a first time person who doesn't know how to podcast want to have them on the show still want to do that but it's like a person who actually understands it's like oh wait i've helped you understand how to podcast now so now i can just be like hey man what are you doing this weekend you free all right let's talk let's let's right right and it's um and it works out because uh it seems like whenever i bring guests on there's always something that ties into them and so um the first thing i want to talk about this is uh 
and I feel like we did this before. I, feel I think like, so. I feel like you and I talked about this. It was the, you know, the Academy Awards are coming out with they're coming out with this new category, the popular film category. They're still working on getting details on, on what the criteria would be. Um, they've now come out and said they're delaying. It's not going to be in, in place for this for this upcoming um, award season um, because of, uh, I, I, part of me thinks that they were never really going to be ready for it to come out this award season. I feel like a, there was a lot of misinformation that came out and that as mm-hmm. soon as they announced it, it immediately became labeled the Black Panther Award and all they're doing is right. Black Panther's coming out. They're even, they're even using the images from Black Panther for the stories. Right, right. When, and, when I see them online, I'm like, and, why, is, why is the child in this picture? And, 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 uh, and, yes. and, and it wasn't even like it was... And it wasn't even like it, these were smaller sites. These were like THR and things like this. And so then when the, and I, I, I've, I've been getting frustrated when I talk to people outside of film criticism in the industry. And I'm, I'm not angry at them. I'm frustrated, but not because they don't know any better, but I'm frustrated because the information that they, they got is, is, is being generated by people who do not have their interests at heart. Like, right. The idea that these that these outlets would use Black Panther as the image for this award was already that put there in place to make the award like it was a consolation prize when that is not how it was announced and not why it was being put in place. This is, these are yeah. not things that just came out of nowhere. These are these are the changes that when did Oscar So White happen? It was like three years ago. Like three three years ago. Three four years ago. Yeah, yeah. three four years ago. They, the, the, the Academy Awards has been, since that point, moving. They have a mandate that by 2020, they want to have like half of, they want to have half their membership being women or people of color or things like that. Like they are slowly moving and, and trying to put changes in there because the Academy has not changed in how they do their work up right. until that point. So now they're trying right. to put the, the changes. The, changed. the world around has changed, but the Academy hasn't changed. Right. And so I'm seeing, so, so. When people go, oh, well, yeah, you know, I was talking to um, Jared. He was talking to me on, on, on Facebook about this. He was like, well, I got the impression that the association, the, some of the film critic association didn't want the award. And that's what kind of pushed push back against it. And I'm like, yeah, they probably don't. Because most film critic mm-hmm. association and most film critic groups like these traditional critic groups, they do not like comic book movies. They might vote for them no. and give them good reviews. But when it comes to viewing them on the same uh, level as other artistic movies, they do not see it that way so yeah these people do not like it they were like oh well they're pushing the membership is pushing back against them like you mean the membership that doesn't watch some of these movies right yeah (laughs) exactly like and they they like they it it becomes cool in some of these critic groups to not like popular movies yes that's that's a take the take is oh it's a 200 dollars. it's superhero movies is based on some other property from 25 years ago i'm automatically not gonna like it like there are people who feel that way and which is fine but those are people also driving some of these decisions because they don't like it right you you have to look at where you have to look at who's making the argument and i mm-hmm. think a lot of people got, got you got hoodwinked the, 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 you you, right. you you got you got manipulated by people who wanted you to think exactly what you end up thinking which is oh they're putting a popular award out there just because it's Black Panther and they're not going to... I'm like... And, and none of those articles... And, and what made me so mad is none of those articles went into actual mm-hmm. facts about how the voting process works, how the nomination right. process works, and, and, and how any of this works. So we're going to do that right now. We're, we're going to kind of pull back okay. the veil so people can see this because 
I think that will change because it, it's just I, I, I was getting I, I get angry. And I'm trying not to like yell at people that I, I know have good intent. I know a lot of these people who were feeling this way and felt some kind of way about the award had good intentions. Like, oh, wow, they're giving it an, an also ran award. That sucks. And I'm like, yeah, if that's what they were doing. Yeah, that's terrible. That's not what's right. happening here. So the first thing people need to understand is when we talk about the Academy and how nominations come, that does not mean the organization of the Academy, like a board of, it's, it's not like when you pick a Pope. You know, there's like five, right. five white guys in a, in, a, in a room and they, they, it's, it's white smoke. They pick a, they pick a Pope black smoke and it's not pink smoke. They're, they're fucking little kids. I don't know what they do in, in those things. Cause you know, the Catholic church is fucking terrible, but whatever you, you, you get what I'm saying. It's like, it, that's not how that works. Like, um, uh, and, and, and this kind of goes into why I, I think a lot of the, the, uh, there are other changes that need to, be, need to happen here. The, the Academy has about. I would say between six to 7,000 members. It depends on, I know they've added a lot of new members recently. Um, yeah. But nobody like And that's been part of, that's, that's part of what you were saying earlier. Part of right. the, them wanting to change. Right. Was adding new members. But here's the problem. So when, when, when these votes actually happen and things then to go vote. So if you're voting for something like, again, having this conversation, recently having the conversation with Jared and the, one of the things that always comes up is, Hey, why is it that, you know, when a, a film is like nominated, it wins best picture. It also didn't win for best actor, best actress, best director, or anything like that. Like, why is it different? Is the Academy spreading this out? And the short answer is, I mean, kinda, but the real answer is that only best picture is voted on by all members of the Academy for every right. other category it's divided into branches. So the, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the directors the, for best director is the director's branch. So you have to be a director and you're in that branch and members can't be in multiple branches. I don't believe, I think you can only be in one. So if you're an actor and you're a director, you got to pick one. You're either going to be in for an actor or you're going to be in for a director. Mm-hmm. You can't go in between those. So this is where you get things like, Hey, remember when Soma got nominated for best picture or like Mudbound got nominated for best picture, but Ava and, and D rays never got nominated for best director. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because best director gets picked by the the branch of directors. And what do we know about how many just in Hollywood in general? Forget the academy. In Hollywood in general, how many women are directors? How many uh, how many black women are directors? You're now starting to see why that those other categories might not be as diverse as say best picture. Right. It, it's. It's this is and, and this is where I'm like one. I think that is is great that they're bringing in new directors, but this goes to a larger issue in Hollywood where we need to make sure and 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 this is why it's very very important for women to 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 be directors. Why uh, people of color are supposed to be, or should be directed, black women are supposed to be should be directors because in order to get into the academy, you have to be you have to you have to first have the job first, right? You got to yeah, first right. be, be able to be a director. So if there's already a shortage of women being recognized and being given opportunities to be directors, what is the likelihood that mostly white men, let's be honest here, we don't have the actual breakdown, but if you're thinking about what the, the, the directors, I mean, what the members of the branch, the, the director's branch are, take a wild guess of how many you think are, are not white men. Right. And this is where the, 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 the problem comes in. I also think that you need to, you should expand um, best actor, best actress, uh, and uh, best director 
at the very least, maybe even the supporting ones, to match the number of of of, of uh, nominations you can get for best picture because best picture gets ten. Yeah. You yeah, know? I think all those all those awards that are like the the very end where you like sit up and you see like, all right, cool. Now we're at the you know, supporting ones go first, but right the other ones mm-hmm. best act they should all be you know have the same amount of people voting for them. Right, because if you're if you're gonna have and, go those are the ones you're gonna put on posters and in, in, in on trailers, right? That says you know, and, and it, I don't ever see like sound mixing Academy Award winner when you're right. you're talking about a Star Trek movie, right? Right, if you're gonna put an actor or actress name on a poster and say that they have an award, like let's have the same amount of people being able to vote for that. Right. And, and, and I, I think it's uh, between that also, I think we, we, we put a lot of emphasis on the winners, but here's the thing. Being nominated is yeah. huge. Being nom just being nominated officially right. is huge it's because, huge. because what happens is, and, and again, I, I'm, I'm saying this because, I don't think a lot of people pay attention until the, the, the shit's already done. Like, until the awards are next week and this is who's got nominated, or, you know, the awards are, the, the awards are next month and this is who got nominated. That's when people start paying attention. There, there, there's a run right. up of stuff here. One, uh, you know, studios are the ones that, first of all, studios are the ones that put out the four year consideration. So mm-hmm. when people are like, oh, you know, the Academy's trying to well, you give Black Panther a, a, a popular, a best popular film and not, Best picture. I'm like, um, actually, like right after Black Panther came out, Feige and Marvel and Disney came out and said they're doing a best picture campaign for Black Panther. So it doesn't really matter right. what the Academy thinks. They're gonna, you're going to at this. If you're in a film critic association, if you are a Academy member, you are more than likely going to get a four year consideration packet for Black Panther. That's what's going to yes. happen. Like we got one for Logan last year. Got one for Logan and and Wonder Woman. Like, and Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman. <laughs> Right, it, it's like they're going to make that push, guys. It's going to happen. But here's the thing: once you get nominated, so let's say cause I've heard this argument that they shouldn't they shouldn't expand the categories. Look, here's the thing: expanding those categories means that all nine, ten of those films. Like I think last year was nine. The year before that was ten. All ten of those films, heavy press between getting push, re-release in theaters, um, the directors, the producers, the actors in that film. All of them get their profiles raised. Yes. All the EW pieces, Hollywood Reporter pieces, uh, they do those sit down interviews. The round tables. Sit around and talking around tables. Yeah. All that stuff is all that stuff is free press. They do the director round table where they sit down with all the directors nominated for this yeah. year. Like that's what happened. That's why I was so mad that, you know, best director only has five only has five slots. And even though she has a picture that's that's being nominated for best picture, which best picture is a producer role, but for whatever, yeah. and which again, small details there. Best picture is a producer, uh, as a producer award, not a director role, which is why best director you need, whatever. That's why I was mad that that the D wasn't 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 nominated because you didn't get that press. It's like that press is huge. No. It's how you get these people's names right. out, especially when you have these artsy films or things like you know with um Mudbound. Mudbound was released on Netflix, which by right. the way, when people are talking about oh man, I haven't seen ten better films than Black Panther yet, it's like. Here's the thing, guys. You also got to throw in Netflix in here because Netflix has been a constant presence, at least getting at least one of their films into one, at least one because it and was they put out uh, content. Bisa no, yeah, Bisa, uh, Bisa no Nation and Mudbound are both two films that were released on Netflix and um, got eligible for uh, Best Picture. So, like, this is important. This, this is a huge mm-hmm. thing. This is how you get people's names out there. 
And so, yeah, even if they don't win, just getting nominated out there. Think about all the things. Like, Get Out only won, I'm saying only in quote tier, best original screenplay. You right. Know, <laughs> Jordan Peele was all over the fucking place. Yeah, like, everywhere. It's like, this is a huge opportunity. And here's the thing. If a film, if they add another film category for most, for popular film, same thing happens here. Nobody goes, oh, well, it's also ran. It's just, you know, just, no. It becomes huge because what's going to happen is normally, what I'm assuming is, there are going to be super popular films that people, the, the regular people, are going to want to talk about and, 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 and debate with generation. Come on, guys. Like, this is, this is a win-win. There's no bad it's side of this. And you yeah. can win. I, mean, I understand the Academy trying to get more of these popular people at their, for their program for people to watch. Mm-hmm. I get it. Oh yeah, like that, that, that's not lost on me. I mean, it's still <laughs> it's still something that they're putting on a network and they're trying to get as many eyeballs as possible, right? So if I can get the Black Panther cast and the Infinity War cast and the cast from, you know, The Quiet Place and you know whatever else and uh, Crazy Rich Asians, if I can get them all in the same room and get them to show up and get them to, to take pictures on the red carpet and get them to be in our promo ads and, and do promo for it, for our show, the, that's good for us. Like, These we, are movies people flooded to the theater to go see. Like, that's a, the, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I actually kind of skipped over that part. Like when people go, like, oh, they're just doing this to get ratings. And like, yeah. And? Oh, it's not going to work. Yeah. So you're telling me that when THR does a giant spread with the Black Panther class and the Crazy Rich Asian cast, that's not going to generate buzz, not going to sell things? You're telling me that's not going to... Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. It's sure. not going to be a fire photo that's going to be all over social media and on people's Instagram and on people's Twitter and, and people writing about, you know, uh, again, writing about how much these films meant to them. Like, yeah, uh, yeah they want that press. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why? Because, no, again, because normally <laughs> these are films that do not get in, that are not invited to the table in those conversations. It just doesn't happen there. Yo, di- I tell people all the time, and these are, it, it, for all the artsy talk and all the, all the nuanced discussions about art and film, these are still products people are trying to sell. It's consistently, right? Whether I'm selling viewership or a war show, or whether I'm selling you the film, or whether I'm selling you the, the Blu-ray, I'm selling you something. Or whether I'm selling you something in the future. Right? Or, or selling goodwill. I'm selling you something. Me, me and one of our other critics had a discussion. He was talking about uh, the guy who got a scene cut from Predator, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know, you know, how come James Gunn is... is Redeemable with this guy's not. I said, well, one of them committed an actual crime. Well, I mean, there's, there's this is a small thing of he actually sexually assaulted a an actual crime. You know. I said, but also I said, man, I said this isn't a moral decision. Like you're selling a product, a film that's coming out next week, and you don't want someone attached to your product who's a known pedophile. You don't want that. You don't know what that does to your product. You don't know if people are like, oh, I'm off this. They've got this guy who's a pedophile in the scene. I'm not going to watch, right? And it, so. I could see it being in a studio's best interest to say, yeah, we're just going to cut this scene. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, well, he doesn't get to work? I'm like, yeah, I guess he worked. I mean, he did re- work. I mean, he's a registered sex offender, too. I mean, and he got paid for it. He worked. He did. He, he got work. He got paid. And uh, his scene's not going to be used. They, they cut a scene. I said, but the thing is, I said, I mean, we have to, we understand that there are certain crimes that you do that people aren't just going to want to sit next to you. There's certain crimes you can't do where you can't be a pitch man or whatever, right? Nike didn't drop Kobe. But they sure did step away after that rape. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Yeah, we're just going. We're going to chill. When the smoke is clear, we'll come back out and we'll <laughs> right. got, we get your shoes popping." Right? We're, we're but even a company as big as Nike, they can they can sort of take that kind of hit. Is like, "Yeah, let's let's just 
ease up a little bit because that's real that's the society we live in people look at things differently yeah um yeah and it's just like it's, because it's a product and it's something they're trying to sell there are a lot of decisions based around films whether it be editing or marketing that have zero to do with the artistic value of the film and everything to do with this is something we're trying to sell to people and sometimes those things come together and it's, and, and it's beautiful right we look at the we talk about this all the time right we look at how they're marketing uh captain marvel yeah yeah, Marvel Studios has it down to a T. It's mm-hmm. it's it's coming out International Women's Day, and they've got all this marketing, the marketing and the posters they did for Black Panther. Like, there are people who get it, and there are other studios you look like. Why are you marketing your film that way? Mm-hmm. It yeah. seems odd. Yeah. You're missing the mark here. And there's something. There's some people who just absolutely get it. Like for one, the big thing for me was like Get Out's marketing. It didn't really give away anything about what was in the actual film, but you got the sense that this was something terrifying. Mm-hmm. You can look at you can look at all the trailers and really have no idea what's happening. Yep. And so you, you you go to the you go into this film wanting to see it, knowing something crazy is going to happen, but having no idea what that craziness is. So when you're watching the film and there's that sort of you, you realize what's happening in the house and what's happening to Chris, you're like, oh oh, this is messed up. Hmm. And it's all it all feels fresh to you. I said so. Some some people are good at that kind of stuff, and some people aren't. But it's part of it, but none of that has nothing to do with the artistic process, right? Right. The same film that they had wrapped up and edited for Get Out, it the same is was going to be the same depending on how, how they marketed it. You know, that wasn't going to change. Right. Um, and some of these films are wide release. And, and it's like, you, yeah. When you, uh, the other thing, too, is I, I think that the Academy's in a, in a rough spot right now because it used to be, like, things have changed. It used to be that blockbuster films actually really right. weren't that good. Like they yeah. were blockbuster and they were they were big films. They weren't good. This whole idea that comic book movies are blockbusters making billions of dollars in, in at the box office and also right. being good is a pretty relatively new Ooh. thing. Right. And, They're and, getting critical acclaim. They've got they've got deeper stories than just like right. something big falling out of the sky. Yeah, that is fairly new. Right. So it's a fairly new thing. And so you have an organization that's been around for all this time. And they're now having to adjust to that reality because it used to be that yeah, a best picture was an Oscar bait film, and they, all the Oscar bait films come right. out towards the end of the year, and that's fine. But now, one, films are more spread out throughout the year. Two, what we consider an Oscar-worthy film has changed across the board. So now this organization is trying to change that by one, bringing in new members, adding new categories. Because to be perfectly honest, I think the entire structure needs to be changed. I think that yeah, I'm with you. I, I like the idea. I like I like what the uh, is it the what is it, is it the Emmys? Uh, I think the Emmys do something. Like they actually have like best comedy film. They have different categories. Yeah. I don't like their. I don't always like all their like some things like like uh, Get Out had to be a drama because it's like they only have drama and comedy and things like that. Like I feel like there should be more genre categories at the Academy Awards because we're talking about yeah. Black Panther. Because the other thing too is like I think a lot of things Black Panther is getting people blinded here this is a conversation that needs right. to be had across the board take black panther out of this let's look at last year girls trip girls trip got great reviews it, it it did great at the box office it started mostly black women didn't really get a nomination for anything but people were like well shouldn't a film like that get recognized crazy rich asians right. this year it's probably not gonna get recognized because it doesn't really fit in a category is it gonna is it gonna be in best picture Probably not. Like everybody no. going, I don't see. It. I haven't seen a film better than 
Black Panther. I was like, well, if you were Asian, you might think that um, Crazy Rich Asians was. Like, again, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, very, very sub- it's very, very subjective. So, so what do you do with a film like that? You know, um, right. Mission Impossible Fallout. I think we had this conversation before. It's like, yeah. people were calling Mission Impossible Fallout, which got the same basic rating as on Rotten Tomatoes, I think, that Black Panther did. It, people were calling the best action film they've ever seen in their lives. Where's a film yeah. like that fall, fall into? Like, can, can, right. like wh- how, do you, how do you recognize a film like that? So when you don't have categories that represent the different genres, and maybe you still have the best picture category, but you can still have these other categories as well, because I think these films should be recognized. Guess that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's what this all comes down to. Like, awards are for recognition. And exactly. now we're getting more, there's more, there, 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 there's more to recognize, but the Academy is still going with the same thing. Like, when they added, you know, best animated and animated animated feature feature animated film it's like good you needed that because you know what coco yeah. was really good and coco probably wasn't going to win best picture but it needed to win right. something you know right. it needed to be recognized and that recognition and even just up to nominate even if you don't win that nomination of getting an academy award for something it means a lot, a lot. it might not mean something to the regular people but in that industry it means a lot because mm-hmm. now after your name, you are now an Academy nominated blank mm-hmm. actor, director. Yeah, I, 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 I can go in there and, to a studio and, and ask for a different type of bag with that nomination attached to my name. Right. You know, right? that's different between me buying a house and maybe not or, that, or being able to continue to do the work that I love and maybe not be able to do it anymore. Exactly. Is, is that bump. And also, I hate the idea that because something is popular amongst moviegoers and it's popular in the box office that it's less artistic. Thank you. Or there's less value. And, and, and what we've seen and you, you just touched on this, we've seen these movies become better and what we're getting on top of that is you, it's not just the film. You're getting better actors who are Academy Award level actors. You're getting mm-hmm. the best people who edit films, the best lighting, all the best sound people. You're getting all the best people to work on these projects, the best costume people. So the whole product is better. So, of course, it's going to be Academy Award level because now you got all these people who are like, oh, yeah, I can attach my name to Black Panther and, and do this dope choreography because most of us grow. Because here's the thing. As kids, we don't grow up loving movies like The English Patient and like, you know, these really serious movies. We grow up loving popular movies. So you grow into an adult and you have an ability to work in the industry and you get an opportunity to work on a film that's popular, that's associated with, I don't know, a comic book that you loved as a kid. And you get to do Academy Award level work with a group of people working on the same level as you. How do you turn that down? And should you not be recognized for that just because it's popular? It's, 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 just, it's just so much work. But it, but it goes back to, again, you know, this goes back to the argument I've been making for the years about Andy Serkis. Like when Andy Serkis came, when, when, when he first got real, real big recognition for what he did as Gollum in, 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 um, yeah. in Fellowship of the Rings, people were like, oh, wow, you know, he maybe should have gotten nominated for. A best supporting mm-hmm. actor, but he didn't get it. Why? Because the stigma attached to well, he's not really acting, which is bullshit. We know it's bullshit. Yeah, if you ever seen those side by sides, you're Yo. like, but it's funny. I don't know. I don't know if you got your your War for Pound the Apes. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Stuff. Yeah. So when you and it's smart by the by the studio when you open the package, it, the front of it is like it's a split between Andy Circus and Caesar. Mm-hmm. So it's him with the dots on one half of his face to show you, like, yeah, he's actually acting. This is a dude who's acting in these movies. And, and, and this is he's what gonna, he's, he's yeah. going to get an award at some point. I don't know when they're going to give it to him. It'll be some lifetime achievement, but he'll get one because he's, he's done incredible work. Like, I, I was so mad because 
I'm like, yo, he should have been in the. I, I actually did vote for him in in my in, in film critic. I, yeah, I, I, I nominated. I, I nominated. I tried to nominate I him because I was like, if he made our nominations, but yeah, right. I definitely nominated. I think I voted for him if he made it. Because I'm like, yo, this is a man who puts in a lot of work, and it's not just the acting he's doing, but he's also physically doing it. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's like to me, it was no different stuff, than. Yeah. I was like, it's no different what Andy Serkis did, what he's been doing with the Planet of the Apes movies and Lord of the Rings movies, than what um, Eddie Redman did when he he won for being um. Stephen Hawking's is very yeah, physical. He, he, yeah, That's he, it. he physically became Stephen Hawking's and he mm-hmm. did everything like that. It was a physically grueling thing. He nailed everything. Like you said, the only difference was he didn't have dots on his face, but because Andy Serkis yeah. has dots on his face, he's it's like, this is where I'm getting, this, this is where I get angry when people are like, Oh no, they were too good. like, no, you know what? They should add a, you know, I don't know, best in best uh, CG character or something like that because more yeah. people are getting into that. More people are doing that. More people are getting into CG um, motion capture and they're having to physically act and do all the stuff to become those characters, but they're not being able to get recognized because again, you're dealing with a a a a a, um, a, a membership of the academy that is old school. Most of them have been there are members for life, and mm-hmm. like, what are you? This is what you're up against. People are like, oh, well, it's going to be, you know, be, you know, they're, they're, they're making that award and they're going to give it to Black Panther. So they're trying to do it. I'm like, they're going to do that anyway. Here's the thing. Yeah, it's here, going to happen. Here's where we're headed. Here, here's the choice. Choice is, because again, here's the thing. I'm going nice, to be as nice as possible when I say this. It doesn't fucking <laughs> matter what you think if you think that there's not 10 better films than Black Panther. It doesn't because you don't vote in the Academy. All right. Out of the people that right. vote in the Academy, these are people that we have seen when they go to THR and, and, and they anonymously talk to THR and these other things. We've seen them say things like, I didn't watch Selma. I didn't watch Get Out. I didn't watch right. Mudbound. So you already know that you have a, a contingent of these people who aren't even going to open up and watch these films. These are the films that are, people are voting for these films. So now you tell me what is more likely to happen. That they're going to all of a sudden decide they're going to vote for Black Panther for Best Picture and go against everything they've been doing before, or they're going to continue to do what they do and they're going to ignore it. And well, so here, yeah. if you give a... If, you, if the Academy comes up with a criteria for what fits into most popular film category and, you know, they have to pick between these films and Black Panther's one of them, there's a good chance that Black Panther's going to get finally recognized and nominated because that's what you're dealing with. It doesn't matter what right. you personally think. We're talking about a organization and a membership that while they are trying to change it, it still is majority white and it is still majority yeah. kind of racist. That is what right. you're dealing with here. That is that is the fact. And also, and also that's just where we're headed. That's just that's where we're headed as a film culture. Like it is the same thing as people complaining about Netflix and should these streaming oh, films be oh, thank nominated. You. Yeah. Thank you. Same, That's where we're headed. It's the same. It's the same kind of pretentious bullshit yeah. that that like when when Keynes that they were they were they were, I think it was Keynes and they were like they're not going to allow Netflix films streaming films to be to win awards. This is the kind of sh- these are the people that are telling they they were behind the whole oh no you guys don't want this popular film category those those right. people the people who don't want any kind of changes in the medium this is the kind of people that would shut out things like. Mudbound and Beast of No Nation because not because they're not cinematic films because they're they're being distributed on Netflix versus yeah. in a theater to maybe like a yeah. thousand people. Your biggest concern, your only the only difference is how the film is distributed. Not that it's not there's not they're not putting it's not like we're talking about a Hallmark film or a sci-fi film where the the, the production value is low. 
These are real productions. And the only problem is how it's distributed. And they can't, like, D. Reese can't help that Netflix was the only people to come at her with a deal. And that was what it was. That was, that was. And that's what it was. Like, but again, th- this is where, I, 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 like, I, my frustration comes in because I'm like, yo, people, you have to, you have to do more research on, on who's saying what and where it's coming from. Right. Like the argument that I think that the president came or whoever it was, I can't, I, I can't remember what, 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 what award, award, uh, award festival it was, but the argument was that, oh, well, we, we only want the cinematic films. We only want the films that are done that. And I'm like, <laughs> right. Like they, th- that film is no less cinematic. Mudbound is, no less, is actually more cinematic than some of the other films that it was up against. It's, if you ask me, uh, Mudbound was more cinematic than Coming by Your Name, but whatever. The yeah. only difference was nobody picked up Mudbound but Netflix. Netflix put their money out yeah. there and said, "We'll take it. We'll give. You, we'll we'll pay for distributing this film." And nobody else did. That is the only fucking difference. And you're telling me because of yeah. that, because Netflix decided to take to to do something that no other studio was going to do, that now that film should not be recognized as. Be- this 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 is the kind of people you're dealing with here. The people that do that kind of underhanded right. shit. And right. they're upset because now they might have to vote on a popular film, which when we say popular guys, what we mean when we say popular is populous. We mean the people who actually go to see movies, who pay their thirteen seventy five or whatever the fuck it is to get a movie ticket and go see movies and go, hey, I really like that film. I'm going to keep paying to go see this film. That's what we mean by popular film, guys. Like, yeah. that doesn't make it. How does the, that make it any the, less? The films when, when, when like my coworkers come up to me and they're like, hey. Look, I've got a babysitter tonight. I'm trying to go to the movies. What should I see? Now, I'm not going to give them some obscure indie film that I really enjoy because I watch 200 films a year. I'm thinking, what's the most popular, easily digestible film for this person to watch? That they're going to go and spend their $60 with their family and, 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 their, and their, or their loved ones to go see that they'll enjoy. It's those films. That's like, uh, you know, oh, you love romantic comedies? Oh, yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. That's a, that's a no-brainer for you. Go watch it. You know what? I think you just f- figured out how to make the criteria for popular film. Th- and this is how you do it. You know how you do it? Theater release. Because that's the yeah. quiet thing that nobody talk- talks about with these, these other big, these, these, these other oscar bait films. They don't get wide releases. Half of, them don't oh, no. get, half of them don't get wide release until the year after they got nominated. Yeah. You know? well, yeah, most of them don't start really making money until after nominations mm-hmm. and, and they, they get re-released in the theater. Yeah. Like, because most of them don't really make a lot of bread. No, they don't. Like, that's why, um, what was it? Um, Hidden Figures was such a, such a big thing because it was like the highest grossing uh, uh, um, nominated film in like yeah. forever because it made over $100 million. No other film does. Yeah, same, same with Get Out. Yeah. yeah same, same with Get Out. Get same Out, same out was get- like. Right. You know, cost them to make, and they made all this money, and it was critically acclaimed, and showed up. That and that's the studio's best case scenario. Mm-hmm. That is lightning in the bottom for them. Yes, we paid pennies to make this film. It's critically acclaimed. It's got a great performances. It, it we made our money, you know, one hundred times back at the box office. Uh, yeah, and we won an award. Yeah, every studio wants that. We we a little bit of investment, and that's that's no one gets all of that back from a film most times. All of that, not just the money or the popularity, or or and in in their their film is now this cultural sort of touchstone in, in our country. Yeah, you can point to films before and after you get out because it's changing how people do these type of horror films. And, and here's the other thing too: it's like you only get ten. I think the best picture category is ten, right? Um, right. Now, if you only see ten films a year, 
I can totally understand why you're like, okay, yeah, Black Panthers. There's not even five films better than that. I'm going to go through a list of films that I've either seen already, I know are upcoming, or I'm just kind of basically waiting until I know I get their, them sent to me at the end of the year for Oscar season, all right? Here's what I got so far. A Quiet Place, Searching, Eighth Grade, Sorry to Bother You, Hereditary, uh, Annihilation, Love, Simon, Blood, Blind Spotting, uh, Bl- uh, Black Kingsman, RBG, uh, let's see, A Star is Born, First Man, If Bill Street Could Talk, The Wife. That's just right now. That's Between right now. The, up, up to, I think, October. I, I know A Star Born I see in October. First Man will probably be sometime yeah. around that, too. Same thing with the Bills we could talk. Yeah. Like, cause I think th- those last ones I, I named, uh, A Star is Born, First Man, if, if Bill Street could talk, I think all those are right now de- debuting at TIFF. Right? They're, they're TIFF. Yeah, they're TIFF right now. Yeah. Like, that's what Black Panther's going to go up against. Mm-hmm. That's tough. I'm sorry. That's a t- listen, that is a tough... <laughs> <laughs> that that and, that's and they're all you know you know uh, Stars Born is gonna a lot of really good mm. buzz. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Gaga good. will be the one who sort of survives. You know that sort of melee mm-hmm. out of you know all the categories it'll be in. Yeah. But yeah, it's getting a lot of again, but it it'll be in the mix. Yeah, it's another film in the mix. Yeah, and it's got all the it's, and you watch the trailer. It's it's heavy Oscar uh, buzz. Yeah, it. it's it's, it's, it's also- Bradley Cooper. He's directing. It looks heartwarming. It's got music. It's got Chappelle in a. Mm-hmm. In a he he's being yeah. he's supporting actor role in that so yeah it's got everything you want and again that, and then they love those kind of films because they're easy to watch you don't have to think about them there's nothing serious in it mm-hmm. so it's like yeah again maybe not in your top five top ten whatever is there but from a critic point of view from from a point of view of Academy voters and things like that this is what Black Panther is going up against and that's tough and again that doesn't get everything because I know um I don't know what the buzz is. I can't remember what the name of it is but Oscar Isaac has another film coming out. That I just look like I'm like, mm, he's too to go for an Oscar. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's just, gonna go for it. He's, I mean, it just that's tough, guys. That's tough. And if it doesn't win, if it doesn't get nominated, not because it got snubbed, it's because God, it's just a lot of fucking films. Like you just said, it's you see really 200 films in a year. Like we're up there. Like it's a lot of fucking films. And again, that doesn't even get into what you get sent to at the end of the fucking year, which is like. When I yeah. tell you they send you a shit ton of film, folks, it's a shit ton of films. <laughs> and, you're under, and you're under, and you're under a, a deadline, and you have to watch all, the, you're trying to watch all these films, and you still have, you, you, you start vote. making, yo, you start making cutoffs, you're like, I can't watch this, I can't do this right now, I gotta, I gotta yeah. make decisions, this is what's gonna happen, I gotta see all these films, it's a fucking lot. And again, now you're going. You got Black Panther, which you saw in February, going up against films that are you're are fresh in your mind that you still like, and you're trying to make oh, that decision. Okay. It's hard. Oh, so the movie you're talking about is uh, is um, is at Attorney's Gate for Oscar Isaac. Yeah, it's the, about Vincent Van Gogh. It's Willem Dafoe, Ruben Fryn, uh, Oscar Isaac, and Mads Mikkelsen are all in this movie <laughs> <laughs> about Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, it's out in November. Yeah, yo, but if, if that's not Oscar bait, I don't know the yeah. fuck. It, all right, that that list of people he just listed with yeah. Oscar fucking Isaac in November, yeah. like, and, November. and again, so it's like when I say, hey, yo, Black Panther's not gonna be in the top ten. It's like it's not me shitting on Black Panther. It's not me trying to sit there and go, it's not worthy of it. And look, hey, if it gets nominated, congratulations. I'm, I'll be, I'll be partying. I'll be happy. I also just don't want people to go because it happened a lot with um, Get Out. People were like, oh, Get Out's got to win. I'm like, mm, last year was tough. Right. Last year was a really, really tough year. 
all those film, a lot of those films deserved to win. And there were some other ones that I thought um, got missed out on, like um, not for best picture, but I kind of, again, this is why I wanted to expand um, the best actor category. Yo, um, James McAvoy got kind of robbed by not even getting any kind of, you know, nomination for, um, for split for split. This is a guy who good. played like, he was great. Dog. He made that movie. Was, he yeah, played like, like 35 different people. In mm-hmm. one movie, it's like, how do you not, like, again, this is where this comes down at, guys. It, it's really hard. Um, before we move on to, I also want to show you guys and, and go through how the voting works. Because how the films actually get voted is also why it can be really, really tough for some of these films to get nominated. So, and I don't know how your, your critic association works, but ours kind of does the same thing where you basically get, for each category, you basically get, like, five. It might be a little, it yeah. might be less like for like, for like actors, it might be like three, uh, but for like best pictures, like five, you get the five, five choices, your first choice, second choice, third, fourth, and fifth, right? And apparently the Academy yeah. does the same way. So here it goes. <clears throat> Once the votes are cast, the first step for the accountant is to find the magic number for each category. The magic number determines which, uh, when a person or film becomes an official nominee. The magic number is calculated by taking the total number of ballots received for that category, dividing them by the, the number of possible nominees plus one, then rounding it up to the nearest whole number. The initial result happens in a whole number, then one is automatically added. For instance, if 602 ballots were received for Best Actress, there are five, and there are five nominees, then the accounts will divide 602 by six, five potential nominees plus one, which equals 100, mm. uh, 100.33. Therefore, the magic number rounded up is 101. In this example, when a candidate for Best Actress nominee gets 101 votes, she becomes an official nominee. The process of tallying up Best Picture votes is slightly different because the race Kind of for the 10 nominees, the accountants will divide the process, uh, the ballots by 11 uh, to get the magic number. Then you count them up. Uh, ballots are piled, upon, uh, piled based on each voter's uh, first choice selection. Hopeful nominees will, must have at least one first choice vote to be eligible. Once a nominee gets the magic number based off the first choice selection, he or she is in and the ballots are set aside. Prospective nominees with the fewest uh, first place votes are eliminated and those ballots are then redistributed to the other piles based on these voters' second place selections. Then the counters begin a new round. For example, if Emma Stone had 98 votes and gets three more from the redistributed ballots, she's nominated, assuming that the magic number is still 101. The rest of Stone's ballots are then set aside. This is how it gets repeated, and this is how, you know, it can... So, like, if Black Panther gets nominated uh, is like, people's fifth choice, it might not make the nomination. Even though right. people said, oh, I voted for it, but I voted as my fifth choice, like it yeah, might, might not make, get in the first place vote. It, it might not get in the first first place vote. This is where this comes down yeah. to is very very complex, very very convoluted. And this is also why, again, when you think about how everybody votes, so everybody gets to vote for best picture, but when it comes to best best actor, only the actor branch gets to do it. And it gets to do. I think I think I want to say that for actor and actresses, they get to vote in both of those. I I think I don't mm-hmm. think it's just like women get to vote for women. I think they can do yeah. both. <laughs> uh, that would be. I'm I'm I'm. Here's the thing. I'm at least hoping it's not that way. But like for directors, and, I, and, and like directors get the vote for best picture, but they also get the vote for you know uh, they only get the vote for uh, they're the only ones that get the vote for best director. It's like it's, it's that kind of convoluted thing. Now maybe that needs to change as well. But like that's also then gets into a weird thing because it's like you know who better to know about what it takes to be a good director than other directors? Correct. You know, same thing. I, when, I understand the same. Yeah, it's 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 a it's complicated. It's not easy, 
Um, but again, the bigger problem here is the academy membership isn't diverse enough, which is where you get the problems from. But it, I will also argue that this is also why when they're expanding it to 10 and adding new members in, we haven't seen as many problems with Best Picture nominations. The last few years, Best Picture has been actually pretty diverse. What isn't diverse, though, are the other categories because one, they're not expanded, and two, you still have the problems of membership. If you don't right. have enough female directors in Hollywood, you're not going to get enough female directors in the Academy, and therefore you get. Uh, this is why you still get women overlooked when it comes to being directed, even if their film is nominated for Best Picture. This is where the problem comes in at. You right. know, adding adding pop best popular film isn't going to fix that issue, but it will allow some of these films still get recognized, which is what we still want. Just yeah, like I said, it's complicated, guys. It's it's, it's not as simple as it's people not as make it seem. Dry as it sounds. No, it really isn't, and and I I think that a lot of people were initially because you said a lot of them did put images of either Black Panther or Crazy Rich, Rich Asians as their cover right. photo for this popular film category uh, uh, pieces they wrote, which was, it's bullshit. Like that. Yeah, they're leaving out all the other super popular films that are clearly made a bunch of money this year. You know? It's, but yeah, I get it. Like I said, it's, it's just one of the things I think we need to, we, we need to, we need that category. And we need to change other categories. Like, like I said, I, I, I want, I, I want, um, I want to expand best, best actor, best actress, and director to ten. I want to expand best supporting too. I think there should be a. I, I really do think there should be genre categories. I, I just think there should be. You know, every yeah, other. I, I mean, so get get some recognition. Like I, yeah, and you you get those. I mean, it, it's as if like films not like people talk about these changes as if like these some terrible film is somehow going to sneak in and not make it like that's not going to happen there will oh, still be films that are well made and, and, and at that level Academy Award level to get nominated they're not going to be just random films to pop up but, but the crazy thing about it is sometimes that that happens anyway like wasn't it J, was it that, that Leonardo DiCaprio movie Jagger who got like it was like the lowest rated oh, latest review lowest reviewed movie ever to get best picture nomination that happens already with some of these other Oscar bait films anyway. Yeah. So it's like Yeah. That movie was oh, trash. Right. So I'm I'm like, yo, uh uh Suicide Squad got at least nominated. I think it might have won for best costume design. It, 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 it won an Oscar. It, it won. It won an Oscar. <laughs> Suicide Squad. It's not a good film. Oscar so, award winning Suicide Squad. Never forget that. Yeah, right. So so when people go, Oh, well, we're just afraid of the, the, the quality prestige of their award, that's bullshit. Because like right. <laughs> you come on. You know, it just it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, like I said, you know, to me, a, a Quiet Place is really great, just from a from a film cinematic point of view and what they did with it, using the absence of sound, the way they shot it, just the story, like everything in it was just great. Here's the thing, though, it's a horror film. Horror films right. almost never get nominated. People are going to say, "What about Get Out?" The thing about it is, I don't think a lot of white people who voted for Get Out thought it was a horror film. Nope. That's how that's how Get Out got 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 snuck in there. Nobody thought of it as a horror film. So it's not just the Black Panther category to me. The popular film category to me will help encapsulate a lot of these black blockbuster um, uh, uh, action films, horror films, which which get 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 terribly treated anyway. And I really do feel like right. if it's I, dismissed. 
horror and comedy, I think are two other two two categories that I think if you had a if if you either made genres uh, genre categories at at the uh, Academy Award level to get films or the popular film category, I honestly do think we'd get better horror and and, and comedy films. Because think about it, if you're thinking that hey, my comedy film could end up being an Academy Award winning film, maybe you start making better comedy films because out of the year. Comedy gets a lot of stinkers. Yeah. Like a lot of stinkers. They don't try with some of these comedy films because it's like, oh, what the fuck does it matter? You know? In horror, there are a lot of good horror films that sneak under the radar and are just as independent as some of these other films that that show up at at these film festivals, but that entire genre just gets fucking dismissed because there's no recognition behind it. And so to me, I feel like the Academy should be opened up to allow more of these films in there, not to, to muddy the waters, but to, to open up, because this, this is such a huge thing. Like, so many people deny. It's like when, when to me, it feels like when people get there, sit there and go, shouldn't be a, a popular film category. It, it's just an also ran category. It, it, it's not that good. It's basically when people tell me, it's like, why do we even care if we get Oscars? We, we just get the, like, the, the BET Awards and things like that. I'm like, the, an Academy Award is so huge. You can literally you add it on your resume. It's like, I've got this. Now give me a check. And <laughs> you I mean, made a different and, size check. And, and, and not saying that you can't add the, uh, those other, those other awards, image award things. You can add those on there too, but nothing says anything like Academy nominated actor. Actor. Yeah. Well, Academy well, award. I mean, if, if you want to go to Broadway, if you want to do other movies, they're going to attach that to your name always. Look. Always. Brie Larson is going to be a, is, is Carol Danvers. That's what somebody tried to say. Oh, I'm not even really, so, I'm kind of meh on Brie Larson. I'm like, oh, yeah, you mean Academy Award winning Brie Larson? Yeah, They got an Academy Award winning actress to play Carol fucking. Do you understand how 13 years ago that kind of shit right. doesn't happen. Like, if 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 you did get it, never, happened, bro. It never happened. That's the fun talk to my nephew. I was telling him that I was like, dude, we used to never get these kind of caliber actors in these films. Man, you're watching these great actors. Like, there's that scene in in Civil War where they're all sitting around after they talk, um, and they're talking about what to do, and they're having that back and forth between like whether or not they should what they should do with this. Should they sign the accords or not? Right? And Tony's off making coffee. And but it's all these really good actors chiming into this scene, and you've got a very stoic Paul Bettany who's a great actor. Oh, gosh, at, with purple makeup on his face, right. his vision <laughs> sort of weighing in and like waxing poetically about their, their engagement as the Avengers and how it's caused for more villains to show up. Like that was never happening. It's Don Cheadle, it's you know, it's Anthony Mackie, it's, it's Robert Downey Jr. It's Scott Johansson. It's Chris Evans. All these, these are good actors. And they're just all sitting around. Like, that used to never happen. With like, the, when I, watched, I was rewatching Masters of the Universe, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's Dolph Lundgren and a bunch right. of random people. Right. I mean, if you did, <laughs> if, you did if you did get, if you did get, uh, here's the thing about it. You get them in their prime of their careers. Because if you did, you, maybe you right. did get, like, an Academy Award winning actor or actress here. Like, I mean, look, George Clooney's not bad. He played, you know, he was fucking Batman, right? You know, Batman, yeah. you, you, I mean, you got some good people, but you got them in, like, they didn't really want their role. They 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 didn't right. really put their all into it, or they were at the downturn of their career, or they took some time off afterwards. Like you didn't get it. Like now, it's like Brie Larson won 
an Academy Award, and like a year later, it's like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna put her yeah. in fucking uh, we're, we're gonna make her Carol Danvers. Um, what's your name? Lupita, right? That would crush it in forty two. Right, right. They got Lupita, and it was like, yo, we want to put her in Black Panther, so we're just gonna we're just gonna put her on hold in all the other fucking Disney movies until we can fucking yeah. use her for Black Panther. It's like, guys, yeah, she's guys. another Academy Award winner. Like, right. Yeah, we're gonna put you right. in, in this movie. <laughs> like what? Are, like. This didn't happen at the height, not, not even the height, like before their careers even really took off. Like you're still going, Lupita, who, who is this woman? Who, before you even know, right. it, they're like, yeah, we just cast her in this really, really important role in our billion dollar fucking franchise. It's like, right. that shit didn't happen before. And so. Yeah, I remember watching 12 Years a Slave and, and, and I knew, you know, Chubatel was in it and I was like, oh, that's great. And Michael Fassbender and I was like, oh, oh. Who's this girl? She's killing it. And she ends like, up being the person who you remember the most out of that film. She has that right. crazy scene at the end, um, that whipping scene. Um, that, that's fantastic. You realize, oh, she's going to be amazing. And she shows up. Now she's in Black Panther. Yeah, you get, you you get, know, you, you get these people. people yeah. You, you, you usually get people that be like, hey, you want to be in a comic book film? Fuck no. Fuck out of here. No, yeah. Fuck? Like, you, you would get people. My career's that, not dead yet. <laughs> right. It's like, wait. Yeah, right. You think my, wait, that's offensive. You think my career did, Now you're getting people begging to be in there. You know? Yeah. Now Robert the Black Panther Robert, shows up in, right. in, in Korea and, and the, it, the, it's flooded with people mm-hmm. when they walk on, they get right. off the plane. Right. In, in Korea. Right. You know, that's what's happening. Robert De Niro's like, yo, you know, I, you, you guys want to call me for a. Uh, for, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're watching this like ah, I could have been that guy. Right, right. It's like, like people. It, it, it comes Robert out of, Redford is in, a, is in Captain America movie. Bruh, Glenn Close. Yeah, Glenn Close. It was like it was like yo, I loved it. I want to do more. Like it's like yeah. you got Glenn fucking Close. Like this is this is this is this is, it's a different time, and and so yeah. the academies have changed with that, and adding these other categories in there, it's not diluting it. It's just it's it's no. we have more good films and it needs to be more choices for the voting for the voters who are voting for these things to choose from. Trying to narrow down to ten best films is hard. Even even without no. the idea of the, the 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 voter base being a little bit racist, being overwhelmingly white and things like that. Even without that, it's hard. Because like I told people, it's like, hard. listen, man, I love Get Out. And before you know, when I saw Get Out, I was like, mm, yeah, it's gonna win. It should win Best Picture. It's fine. Right. And, 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 and then I saw shape, The Shape of Water. And then I was like, but you know what? Maybe I got to be a race trader here, but I fucking love The Shape <laughs> of Water. And, my, like, right. and, and to me, it's hard. It was hard for me to make a decision between do I vote for the Get Out or do I vote for The Shape of Water? It's like, I like both of them. It's, it's really fucking hard. I wanted them both to win. And as far as I'm concerned, with Jordan Peele getting the um, best original screenplay, that to me, great. He got his award. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with that. Like, it's just. I, I, I think that there needs to be a, a people need to understand how this process works. And it's a lot more complex than just going, oh, well, I like Black Panther. It should win Best Picture. And they're actively trying not to let it win Best Picture. It's like, that's not how any of this works. It just, right. it just if, if you saw 10 movies this year, it's probably your Best Picture. But, you know, there's a lot of, like you said, there's a lot, there's a lot of heavy hitting movies coming out these next couple of months. Right. That are and they, and they come out during this time for a reason, right? For a reason and, to be fresh on your mind when it's time for you to vote in December. And, and, and they want a, you to think about what you saw in October and November. Absolutely. And here's the not thing: not what you too. saw in May. Right. And here's the other thing too <laughs> that I think is important because I want the popular film category because I think that it it also helps. Like 
you you don't want to get to the point where because it, it was one thing like when when I first was like oh yeah you know like Avengers Avengers comes out and you're like oh man it should have been nominated for best picture and same thing with Dark Knight and all this other stuff and you're like yeah it was cool when you were getting like one of the comic book films in the year was like great right now you're getting it to the point where it's like just about everything that comes out that's a blockbuster that's good like between Black Panther Infinity War and uh, uh, Mission Impossible. Thank God you didn't get a fucking Star Wars film this year, right? I know. It's like that have been four War fucking Lord of the Rings, right? That's four fucking that films, right? Film. Yeah, that, that, that's three, three to four films right there. There's just blockbusters right there. It doesn't even go into films like A Quiet Place and things like that, right? That's four films right, right. there. If how do you weigh those four films versus a smaller independent film? Something say like again, like Moonlight. If, if you just right. load up the best picture category with films that had got, got wide releases, got uh, a shit ton of money, made a shit ton of money. Films like, you know, Mudbound and, 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 um, and, 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 and Moonlight might get overlooked. So how do you, how do I weigh a film like Moonlight versus a film like Black Panther? Like what is, like, that's a hard choice for me. If I'm just, if I'm just going over between those two films, like what's a better film? Because to me, I'm like, mm, a much as I love Black Panther, Moonlight yeah, is Moonlight just, it's, it, yeah, it, filmmaking 101. It's like just the way it's made, the way it's shot, the, the themes in it, the real, like, it's just, that's what, yeah. that's what goes into this. It's like, it's, more, it's, it's, it's way bigger than, yeah, man, Wakanda Forever, fucking love that fucking film. Watch it like, yeah. I saw that film like six times, yo. It's like, love that film, but it's like, as a film, it's just like, there are other these other things in these other films that I look at that I'm like, I did like those things better. It's just it's a it's a way tougher decision, uh, for some of these things. Right. And I'm I'm be honest, like for me, it's not even that tough for Black Panther this year because it's just like love the film, but a lot of these other films, guys, like film wise, they're fantastic. They're fucking fantastic. And and, and here's the thing, incredible. that's a good thing. That means that we're getting good <laughs> films. Yeah. Yeah, the good like if Black Panther is the film you're having to leave out of your your top ten, that means you it's it's been a pretty good year. Right, now. it's not it's not snubbing it. It's just like God, it was a fucking good film and shit, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I'm thinking about it, I wouldn't be pissed if I looked at someone's top ten list and Black Panther didn't make it. If right. if these other films coming out are what they say they are, right? Well, we even, we didn't even talk about Widows. Like, uh, right, I forgot about Widow Widows. Uh, you have things no, like right. If these films are what people are saying they are, yeah. It's going to be tougher to get in. Right. I and mean, that's okay. Where, where do you put a film like Sorry to Bother You? Like Black right. Klansman. Blind you know, Blindspotting? Blindspotting. Yeah, I have, I'm waiting. Oh, that's another one I'm waiting for them to send me. Blindspotting too. Like, where do you put, the, where do right. you put something like Want to Be My Neighbor? Right. Where does like, that go? I, I completely, thank you. I completely forgot about that film. That film got, I've heard got really great. It's like, how well, That's do, one of the best ones I've seen this year. Yeah. What do you do with these kind of films? Like, how do you... How do you weigh them against a film that's a blockbuster like that? Like, how do you break it down and say, oh, well, no, Black Panther's way better than, you know, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Like, how do you make that? How, how do you make the determination? Yeah, how, do you make that how do you make the distinction? I don't know. I, to me, it's a tough decision, and it's, it's, it's kind of hard, you know? Like, I reckon, like right. last year, you know, Wonder Woman and Logan got great reviews. They did not make that top 10. No. And does anybody think they got great, snubbed? Great film, great rewatchability factor to them. Not gonna make it. Which which one of the films in, in 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 the top ten do you take out to put those films in there? It's like it's it's right. and and even then I'm like then there might be another film that I would say 
should have been replaced before those. So it was like, it, it's, it's a lot more complicated and, and, and harder than it should be. And which is why adding yeah. this other category is great. That way you have another category to put these films into that doesn't make them any less bad. Doesn't make right. them bad. Just means they're different. Still great. They're Still should be recognized. The whole point. <sighs> anyway. Um, so that's my whole spill on um Academy voting and, and it goes on there. I think it's yeah. again, it'll I think it'll come up way. again in a couple months. Oh, it will. It, it, will. it, it will. It will. It's yeah. gonna come up when people all of a sudden go what goes on because again there's a lot of, again the the uh, tiff is, is is becoming a really big film festival for some of these films to be de- debut at and right you know i i think you're going to hear a lot of uh, uh, stuff coming out over the next over these last couple of weeks um dealing with what's coming out there and then stuff we've seen like i said the push for a star a star is born is like amazing yeah. and, and it's and starting they're, yeah they're they're bradley cooper's going to be out here uh, for a Q and A, uh, for with, with with some things, you know, for, for to to do it, you know, um, I've heard nothing but good things. Like people were just like giving Lady Gaga all. The, cause I couldn't figure out. I I didn't know she was in A Star Is Born, but I saw somebody was like they were pushing for Lady Gaga to be in a Marvel movie or something. Like that. I'm like, the fuck would you guys push for Lady Gaga to be in a Marvel movie? Yeah. Then all of a sudden I started seeing the articles about how good she is in A Star Is Born. I was like, yeah. oh, she can actually act. Yeah, okay. that's been the one consistent. Is everyone says she's incredible in it. Yeah, she's just great. Well, here's the thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that was her until we were said that's Lady yeah. Gaga. Because again, you know, it's we. Well, because she's going back to what she used to be. She didn't used to have that crazy that 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 craziness about her, but she did no, that kind too. of self to kind of make herself get discovered and known. So now she's kind of gone taking the the meat the 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 the. Uh, Remember she wore that meat dress, the raw meat dress. She's taking the raw meat dress off, and it's just now she's just, you know, her and she can sing. She can sing like we all know she, she can, can fucking sing. sing. Like nobody, can can, sing. don't tell me Lady Gaga can't. Sing. We know she can sing, and so she's in the film. And I'm like, what's fucking Lady Gaga? And like all I'm hearing is she's great in the in the film, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell people. Like, like yeah. it, it is what she's it is. Be up there for right, she might be front runner when it's all said. Exactly, like I. You can tell when you start seeing the buzz, like, there's your front runner for best actress right there. So, yeah, it's going to be Lady Gaga. Right, it's going to be Lady Gaga. Yeah. And then you're going to get a bunch of people going who didn't see the film going, oh, Lady Gaga, what's going on with this? I'm like, yeah. guys, guys, make an effort and watch some of these films. Like, yeah, check the, an effort. Check, yo, you know what? Follow, follow or, or, Joy. or at least make an effort to talk to someone who's seen these films. Uh, follow Even Joy. Joy is at TIFF right now. Follow Joy yeah. on Tiff and, and see what she's pushing for. I know when I had her on a couple of weeks ago, was it last? No, a couple, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. No, she, yeah, yeah, she was talking about um, the film she was looking forward to. Go find those films when they come out. Watch those films. Like it's different. I, I, and and uh, look, that's how I watch Moonlight. Normally, I would not have gone to go see Moonlight. I watched Moonlight because it was getting Oscar buzz. I watched Moonlight and was like, oh no, it makes fucking sense. This film fucking won. It should have won everything. Right. This fucking film's amazing. You know, and it's like you got to get out of your comfort zone. If you only watch like combo movies, yeah, go watch something else. Go go try some of these other genres out. I, I know it's not something normally we all do because sometimes you, you know, that's how I was. I just, I just watch action films. That's all I do. Get yeah, out there. A bunch start... of action comedy. Right. You're going to go see Night School. You're going right. to go see, you know, a bunch of action movies and Aquaman right. and Venom. And I started watching other films. I was like, hey, wait, you know what? These other films are actually, they're actually pretty good. And there's a lot more films that you just don't get, um, you don't get, uh, uh, you don't hear buzz about that you see. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of them 
that uh, we just get sent. And I'm like, I never heard of this fucking film. And I watched it. I'm like, okay, this film is not going to win Best Picture, but it's fucking crazy. It's like, pretty great. What was yeah. it? Um, like The Killing of the Sacred Deer and uh, was it that The was Game crazy. or something like that? Those, those two fucking films were fucking like, okay, these films are not winning anything, but what the fuck did I just They're watch? <laughs> yeah, those are insane. What the fuck did those I Those are insane watch? movies. Yeah. Yeah, we get a lot of those movies every year. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Speaking of insane, I told, uh, I promised Tim I had two uh, crazy fucking stories that I was going to lead oh, into great. after we started this. Um, <clears throat> so here we go. Grocery store worker accused of eating $9,000 worth of deli meat. <laughs> what? Is this Jabba the Hutt? How did Giant, you Eagle, 000... uh, uh, Giant Eagle employee accused of stealing nine, $9,200 worth of deli meat. Um, uh, let's see. How? A, uh, a grocery store employee with a taste for ham and salami was accused of stealing $9,200 worth of deli meat from Giant Eagle. Uh, and, oh, come on. Stop. In Florida? Yeah. No, it's not Florida. Is it Florida? This is... Where is this? I don't know. Where... Oh, where, where is this? Maybe it is Florida. Let me no. see. No, Florida Ohio. 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 Oh, Ohio. Uh, let's see. Um, the eight-year employee admitted the theft Friday, according to the county sheriff's department. Uh, the giant eagle loss prevention manager received a tip that the employee had been nibbling on the meat at the deli, eating about five, to, three to five slices of ham every day over a space of eight years. She occasionally ate salami. <laughs> Bro, listen. All right. So I get it. Oh, I totally get it. First of all, how is how is that not part of the benefit plan? Yeah. Like, I get to eat at work. Nigga, you're making me. Like, I saw those Honey Bunch of Oats commercials where they're like, they get to eat all the cereal they want off the assembly line. It's like, yeah, you should be able to. It's like, if I'm in the deli and I'm like, tell me, here's the thing. Tell me, I'm going to ask you. You're making a deli sandwich, deli meat sandwich. Mm -hmm. What's the ratio of meat that ends up on the sandwich and ends up eating in your mouth as you eat, as you make the sandwich? (laughs) You know, at least 80% of it ends up on the sandwich. Right. The other twenty percent are probably just you got at least yeah. at least twenty percent right. At least a twenty percent of every sandwich you make goes into like you're like okay, one for the sandwich, one for me, one for the sandwich, yeah. one for me, two for the, the sandwich. Really good, though. one for me. That's hard. That's hard not to just nibble on while you're making a sandwich. It's impossible. Good. Like you can't tell me if you're working in a fucking deli and you're around all that delicious deli meat, mm. you're not nibbling on some deli meat at the same time. How are you not? How, how, my question is, how do they go back and calculate how much she ate? I have so many uh, questions. How do you do that? What kind of number is that? They have a loss. Like, who figured it out? The Giant Eagle Loss Prevention Manager. They have a loss prevention manager. It basically means there's some snitch standing around going, yeah. you ate, you ate, Counting you slices ate, of meat. You ate two, two slices. Here's the thing. Here's another right. thing, too. Like, it's three to five slices of ham every day. Yeah. Yo, you gotta, you gotta eat that. You gotta eat that yeah. loss. Like literally, like no pun intended. You gotta eat that loss. Yeah, you, you probably lose some of that just, you know, on the floor, slicing up the meat itself. Yeah. Right. Come on, y'all, y'all. Well, three to five slices. Of- looking like, yeah, you. I saw you eat a couple of extra slices of that peppered ham, and you just put that back. Come on, what? Of course you're gonna. She's already, I'm sure she's not making like a killing working there in the deli. Yeah, let her get some meat. That's fine. This is like this is like telling me that some a Pringle factory worker 
eat some Pringles. It's like, motherfucker, like, once you pop, you can't stop. Like, that's the fucking slogan of this fucking thing. You get these people putting <laughs> Pringles in a goddamn tank can, and you tell me they can't eat, eat, eat no Pringles? The fuck right. is that? This is a, I, I, I'm pro. I'm pro worker on this ridiculous. one. I'm so yeah, I'm, I'm all for her. I, I hope she. I'm, I'm pro worker on this you know, one. It's just sue them for firing for that. Nine thousand dollars worth of deli meat. I'm like, what the? F- How are you even calculating that? Well, it's about fifty it's cents per slice, and you nerd sit there and does that. <laughs> it's, it's the one person you're like, the, like with the with the calculator. Let me see that like four slices. Right. Oh, over right. how many hours did you work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all right. So carry the. That's another thing too. It's not even like it was like like I can understand if it was like three to five slices per hour of work. I'm like, all right, right. you're going a little bit far. I thought it was like a heist when she came through <laughs> with like a, a truck and like just unloaded hella meat. Yo, wasn't there like a ramen heist? Yeah, there was. Yo. I get it. Man. Yeah, People yeah. Are hungry out here. Georgia police investigating a hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles stolen in a tractor trailer heist. Yeah, man. Yeah, All I right. get that. Here's that's thing. a lot of ramen. Ramen's not expensive. <laughs> it's a tractor trailer. First that's of like all. a house full of ramen. <laughs> right, right. We we eating good tonight, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's like, you're preparing for the apocalypse for real on that ramen. <laughs> yeah, we gotta find out. It's some doomsday prepper. <laughs> Yeah, the hell of Robin in a bunker. All right, so I got so many questions about this. First of all, how does one move? Like, once you've stolen a tractor trailer full of $100,000 worth of ramen noodles, yeah. how does one move those ramen noodles? That's like, a really good question. Because I'm like, you know, we've all seen the heist movies. It's like, all right, we didn't right. stole the truck with the stuff in there. Now we got to move it. We got to, like, yeah. how does one... How do you got one, a bunch uh, of Mini Coopers? Yeah, how do you, how do you, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just speeding through the streets with a woman in it, yeah. You got most stuff in, in, in Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg and Mini Coopers? Yeah, riding around with ramen in the back, yeah. I don't know how to do it. All right, so we, we had to be, we had to. It's, 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 it's not like, like, a, a, that amount worth of, like, PS4s is not, isn't that many, right? But, like, ramen's so cheap, I imagine it's so much ramen. That's so much ramen noodles. That's a lot of ramen noodles. That's a lot of noodles. Are, you, like, are they reselling it? Yo, are they just, just yo, 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 yo. them ramen noodles. Like, first of all, okay, first of all, okay. Who is buying ramen noodles out of somebody, the trunk of somebody's car? Yeah, on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you? I I just have some. No, there was a crazy story here about a guy who was selling stuff at the flea market. He was like stealing. He was so he would show up at the at the at SeaTac Airport, mm-hmm. and he would he would grab people's luggage, and they would say, "Oh, that's mine." He's like, "Oh no, I got a bad looks just like it." And he was like stealing people's luggage, but he was like going through their luggage and like reselling their stuff at like the flea market. So maybe that's it. Maybe they're just grabbing. They're gonna go to some market and just be like, "Oh, I've got a little pop up, and I'm selling this ramen." That's all profit, right? 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 I guess you, you gotta be selling ramen a dollar a piece, like well, they're already profit. they're already a dollar, so you gotta sell them for like seventy five or fifty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do all kind of sales and, and and deals and giving people college discounts. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all profit for you. Yeah, it's just oh god, I'm just I just so so many questions. Like they had to beef up, like it's like that scene in um the Italian job where they had to beef up the. uh Suspension on the Mini Cooper to hold yeah, the, the gold. Right. Like, all the gold. We, we had to beef. We had, the, we had to beef up the suspension of the car to hold. You know, each car has to hold twenty five thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles. I know. Just, 
How much is that? Like, if I won $25,000 worth of ramen noodles, I would be afraid. Like, how much is that? And where would I even, I wouldn't even have a place to put it. I have to get like a storage unit. Right. Just keep it in. Right. I just, I just, I, I have so many questions about, I, part of me has to believe they did not know that they thought that the, they didn't know the trailer had ramen noodles in it. Yeah. They probably <clears> thought it was something else. Yeah. That, that had to be. Oh my God. It's like, worse. A bunch of iPhones. Oh, like wait, wait, wait. Ramen noodles. Here's the thing. I thought, I thought, I thought I'm, I'm sitting there going with like, like the expense, the, the expensive ramen noodles are like a dollar a pack. Know, They're like right. ramen noodles can retail for 29 cents per pack. At this price point, these could have stolen more than 300,000 packages of noodles. Oh, 300,000. So bruh, somebody out here is either eating good or I, I just, I, I'm just, I got so many questions. Maybe some Robin Hood stuff. They're feeding the homeless. Hey, and you, but you know what? Why not, though? See, with that, I'm good with. If that's what they're, it's, <laughs> somebody doing, hey, ramen noodle thief, ramen, ramen noodle Robin Hood, yo. <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> still, still ramen noodles from the rich give to the poor? Yeah. There you go. Handing uh, out noodles all day. I got them noodles, dog. I got them noodles. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I'm not doing I'm not buying noodles from people off the street. I'm just not doing that. I just, about that like, I just, I just. You know, cause you know, people saw everything, you know, speakers and you yeah. know, and you be knowing they're hot. Like my dad went when we were little one time, busting speakers up. And I was like, mm, you know, them, you know, them things aren't real. You know, them things are hot. We, we know, but you know, everybody does that. You know, I'll buy crabs, crabs on the side of the road. You know, I don't no. know how I would feel about a person just post up with like a mini Cooper full of like ramen noodles going, yo, hey, hey, hey man, 10 cents a package. What's up? Yeah. You got spicy? Like I got to see what they got. <laughs> Oh, good God. I hope it's not 300 packages, 300,000 packages of the same fucking, fucking flavor. Yeah, it I would better be, be like, crazy. you know, a mix. It's like, you got some spicy chicken, some shrimp in there. Yeah, something, though. Something. something. Ah, man. That is crazy. Ah, but that, the craziest story we have. <clears throat> I hope you're prepared. I hope you're prepared. I'm, and I'm sorry. Right I'm, I'm, all right. Let me, let me sit up. Let me get prepared. All right. Man accused of sexually assaulting dying beaver, meth possession. Washington police say. Well, wait, Washington? What city was this in? I think this is actually, it might be uh, Kennewick, Washington. Oh, I know that is. That's Eastern in Washington. Col- Colum- Columbia, out there. Columbia Park. Sense. Yep, Columbia Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about four hours away from where I, from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Kennewick. <laughs> a man yeah. was arrested late Monday on an animal cruelty charge after he allegedly sexually assaulted a beaver in a park, local media reported. The incident occurred on Columbia, at Columbia Park in Kenwick, Washington, after a woman saw someone hit a beaver with a car, radio station uh, KXLY reported. The woman then went home to find a box to bring, to bring the injured beaver to the red veterinarian, the newspaper, tries to, uh, the newspaper reported. When she returned, the woman found a man next to the animal. She initially wondered whether he was comforting the beaver. Come on, man. The man, however, was on top of the beaver with his pants unzipped. When officers arrived, the beaver was dead. Late last night, officers responded to Columbia oh, Park no, for a report. Oh, he killed the beaver? Right. For a report of a transient male having sexual contact with a wild animal. Richard Delp, 35, was arrested on animal cruelty charge and possession of methamphetamine, police said on Facebook. <clears throat> oh, I know he was high, because there's no way you look at a beaver and say, you know what? <laughs> hey. 
beaver looking kind of thick. No, yeah. You know, I'm saying. How do you even corral a beaver? And how do you even hold a beaver down for sex? Well, I'm assuming it's because it was hit by a car. So mm. it's like, so it was already injured. Creepier. Right. So it's even creepy. So, right. It's even creepier now because the beaver was dead and dying. And the guy was like, uh, hey. Maybe the beaver had one last wish. Right. Right. right yeah. He was like, you know what? Your this first, is your dying wish. Your, your first kind of soft there, buddy. Um, <laughs> you don't mind if I get a little. Yeah. Get a little. I'm comforting you know, the beaver. Yeah. You comfort and it turns into. That happened to all of us, right? Wounded animal, you start comforting the animal, next thing you know, your pants are down. Can I just say <clears throat> that, because, you know, you probably had this, you knew, you, you, had, you saw dare commercials growing up, right? Don't do drugs and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? I want to say they dropped the ball. Because, um... Dude, I, I literally said this at work the other day. If, if, if you show me more commercials like this, like, hey, if you do drugs, you're going to have sex with a dying beaver, I think, more, I think less people are going to try, dr- try drugs. That's just like... Yeah, we, we were talking about, uh, you know, rest in peace, Mac Miller. We were talking about Mac Miller overdosing. It was like, why are these young people doing drugs? And I was like, they need to bring these commercials back. As corny as we thought they were, they stuck with us. This is your brain on drugs. We all remember that. Certain people from a generation remember those commercials. Um, yeah, bring them back. And like you said, show this stuff. Like, I remember, I've never smoked cigarettes before or any sort of tobacco or anything. Because I read a Reader's Digest when I was younger. And it had a dude had his tongue cut out because he had cancer from smoking cigarettes. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing any cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Dude got his tongue cut out. That commercial with the lady smoking through her neck. Yo. Yeah, all that's Yo, those, <laughs> those are the real ones you need to hit with. Like the ones we do with like. Those are the real ones. Yeah. A like, meth dude having sex with a beaver on the street? Yeah. <laughs> oh, or the, remember the, the, the bath salts thing that went down in Florida with yeah, people were literally eating people's faces? It's like, those yeah. are the commercials you need to show. Don't show me, this is your, this is your brain. Here's an uncracked egg. This is your brain on drugs, and you crack an egg and you sizzle. It's like, cause I'm just hungry. <laughs> it's like, wait, so I want to eat a fried egg when I'm on drugs? I, I'm fine with that. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, like, it could be a simple commercial. You could have just a dude, you know, kind of bummy looking dude, come out of an apartment and say, "Hey, my name is Greg, and I just suck dick for heroin." And then that's the commercial. <laughs> I just suck. No, 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 no. I just suck. I just, I, I just sucked beaver dick for heroin. <laughs> yeah, for it's heroin. Right. This is good. This is good. Right. Just like. I just, yep. I just feel like the commercial. <laughs> I, I just feel like the bestiality angle kind of works if you want to. It kind of works. You know, it's like, hey, people hey. love their animals. Right? Hey. You can petrify people, and then you know, hey, you can even, you can even, you know, to protect the innocent, you can bar the beaver out. Right, but, right. You know, you know, <laughs> you, know you don't want to. Hey, hey, you, 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 you don't want to be caught on the side of the road having sex with a dead beaver. Don't do drugs, yeah. guys. It's like hmm, that's a, that's a strong argument. It's a strong, strong argument. argument. It's like coming in. Yeah, you didn't didn't even have to throw in the meth possession in there. I, I assumed he was on. Something. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Like, just, like I, I'd actually would... feel, I'd actually feel way worse if somehow he yeah. had sex with a beaver and was stone cold. So, like, that's a sociopath. That's a, that's a scarier story. <laughs> so like, oh, way God, scarier story. Yeah, that's someone who's criminally horny all the time. If they're out here <laughs> trying to have sex with just about anything, anything with a heartbeat. I mean, the beaver said yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just leave, leave me and Frank alone. Yeah, we're right. in a committed relationship. It's like, hmm, hmm. You name the beaver. Right. You name the beaver. Time to go. No, yeah. can't. Mm-mm. Time to go. Time to get don't out of here. Yeah, that is, that is crazy. Don't don't have sex with animals, guys. Don't have yeah, sex with wounded animals. Don't do, don't do hard drugs. 
Yeah. Like it's, you know. That reminds me of the story. Any, any, anything that I'm doing that's going to make me do something that crazy, I don't need to be doing. Yeah, no, I'm... I don't care what it is. Yeah, no, I just... I just feel like, and, and again, I, th- I think it's I think it's important to separate the drugs too. It's like, hey, weed weed does not make you suck beaver dick. Yeah, no, it does not. Yeah. Weed, I was weed so do- high one yeah. time, <laughs> right. but I had sex with an elephant. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen. Weed does not do that. I maybe ate too many elephant crackers. Meth, <laughs> that's though. The, that's the thing, right? No, but I'm not having sex with animals because I'm I'm high. Right. Meth, um, though. Meth is um, yeah, nothing appealing about meth. Yeah, yeah, no. We had a funny story. We were doing our fantasy draft. We were doing this fantasy draft, and uh, my friend works at this dispensary, so he always has products. And so he had like this weed infused drink. I don't even know what the name is. Um, but he, uh, so these people at the draft are drinking now as, as they're drafting for the fantasy football team. <laughs> one guy starts drinking it, and uh, he we could slowly see him starting to get too high. I think he had too much. Um, so he's like standing up, looking at the draft board, sitting down, standing up. And he, at one point he said, I can feel my TAC levels. And he didn't really say a word. He sort of like made like a weird movement. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this dude's hot. This, yep. dude, this, this is, yeah. When you start he didn't go like, have sex with any animals, but he was hot. Right, yeah. When you start feeling like being like, yo, I can feel the inside of my eyelids. I'm like, mm, yeah, might be time to, to, to eh, slow down a little bit. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, everybody knows when you reach that sweet spot, like when you're drinking and things like that. I, I don't do drugs, but I, I drink. So I know when you reach that sweet spot. Like, I feel like it's got to be the same way with drugs. It's like, you got you to gotta know yeah. when it's like. You got to yeah, know when you had too much. Yeah, yeah, maybe you need to slow down, buddy. Slow down, slow yeah, down. Dude was, dude was too high at the draft, and it was fun. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. All right, last crazy story. This actually gets into real life stuff. I'm not seeing those other two things, like stealing uh, ramen. And stealing deli meat and having sex with beaver isn't real life stuff. That actually did really, really happen in real life, uh, sadly. Um, <clears throat> we're dealing with a crazy guy in the White House. Um, I said this every week that I, I, I just, I barely pay attention to Trump news anymore. Because it all mm-hmm. just gets so crazy. Like, in the last week, we've had people uh, uh, pleading, pleading guilty. You've had uh, Trump having a, a member, a cowardly member of his administration write a op, uh, anonymous op-ed piece for I think, the New York Times claiming they're a member of the resistance. You're not. You're not. You're not. If you're you not. were, you'd leave. Um, Bob Woodward's book uh, come out basically saying that members of, of Trump's administration have basically tried to stave off the apocalypse by, by doing simple things like just removing documents from his desk so he doesn't notice that they're gone. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. there was that one thing that, that, that um, I think it was either Cohen Maybe even Mattis, they, they or Kelly, they would just like he was gonna. Uh, Trump wanted to like get out of NAFTA or something like that, and they were like, "Don't worry about it. I'll just remove the ba- I'll just remove the paper from his desk, and he'll never notice it." I don't know what's crazier: the fact that they're doing that, and somebody just came out there and admitted it in this, in this, in the, in, in to you know, in this, or that um, I actually believe that they're actually doing that, and no, and no, think nobody thinks are. it's wrong. Nobody thinks that. Yeah. This dude is out of his mind. If, you, if that's how you have to, if that's how you have to operate, right? <clears throat> he shouldn't be president. And they know, and that's a crazy thing. They know this is why, when it comes to Republicans, at this point, if you can still consider yourself a Republican, I, you're bad, because this is what your party is. Your party has literally decided that it would much rather have 
Donald Trump as president and to back his play to get things like, because other things that we had going this week is the Kavanaugh hearings, the, um, right, 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 the confirmation yeah, hearing right. for uh, uh, Kavanaugh, the um, SCOTUS nominee, which I, I've just been kind of ignoring because I'm like, he's going to get nominated because the GOP is so terrible. Like, I have no faith in the GOP looking at this guy and seeing that all of the problematic things that happened with him. That there was that one video of him not shaking the, I think it was a, the, a father yeah. of a kid, was it a father of a Parkland uh, kid that was shot? Yeah, or, I can't the remember. Parkland victims, yeah. And he turned his back on him and didn't shake his hand. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, him not being able to give a straight answer on who he's contacted, the, the one, Camilla Harris is like, backed him into a fucking corner. Like, it was, let me see if I can actually find that one. Because <clears throat> it was just a, it, yeah, let me see. Um, let me see if I can play this. Video. I'm trying to tell you how to find a short one because I don't want to play one of these long ones. Uh, here we go. Hold on, folks. I hate when you put these video, these little. I know. <laughs> I caught it in time. Here we go. Discuss special counsel Mueller or his investigation with anyone. Well, it's uh, in the news every day. I... Have you discussed it with anyone? Uh, with other judges, I know. Uh... Have you discussed Mueller or his investigation with anyone at Kasowitz, Benson, and Torres, the law firm founded by Mark Kasowitz, President Trump's personal lawyer? Uh... Be sure about your answer, sir. Uh, well, I'm not remembering, but if you have something you're Wanna... Are you certain you've not had a conversation with I... anyone at that law firm? Kasowitz, Benson. Kasowitz, Benson, and yeah. Torres, which is the law firm founded by Mark Kasowitz, yeah. who is President Trump's personal lawyer. Are you, have you had any conversation about Robert Mueller or his investigation with anyone at that firm? Yes or no? Uh, is there a person you're talking about? I'm asking you a very direct question. Yes or no? <laughs> Who did you talk to? I don't think I, I, I'm not remembering, but I'm, I'm happy to be refreshed or if you want to tell me who you're thinking so are about. You, are you saying that with all that you remember, you have an impeccable memory. You've been speaking for almost eight hours, I think more, with this committee about all sorts of things you remember. Yes. How can you not remember whether or not you had a conversation about Robert Mueller or his investigation with anyone at that law firm. This investigation has only been going on for so long, sir. So right, please I'm not sure I, do I, I'm just trying to think, do I know anyone who works at that firm? I might know. Have Ed, you had, that's not my question. My question is, have you had a conversation with anyone at that firm about that investigation? It's a really specific question. I would like to know the person you're thinking of, because. The fuck is this? What is this guy? What a weasel. Like, but it's like, how are we? But the, like, it's not the. Yeah. Are you just? What are you doing? Like, just say no. Oh. Then it's, oh, no, I didn't do that. Just say be be like, not to my knowledge. I, like <laughs> that's it. Because here's the thing. Sometimes I I, I can even understand that maybe because she was very specific on it. So it's like, have you had how many people have you had a conversation with about the Robert Mueller investigation to begin with? 
if it's not a lot of people, then already you can just say no. So already you're telling me you've had a conversation. You've had enough conversation with people about Robert Mueller's investigation. You can't remember. So that's already problem number one, right? Problem number right. two is like, so at the law firm, if you say like, to my knowledge, I don't know anybody at the law firm. That's it. Question's done. Yeah. And then to come back and go, oh, what about this person? Be like, oh, you know what? Did not know they worked at that law firm. I did know mm. them, and I did have the. And then you can go from there. It's like, like what gets me about this is you're a fucking judge, which means you're you're, you're also a fucking lawyer, which means you know how to get around this kind of shit. And this dude is talking about this shit and being, you know, you know, like what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah, he's about to be on the Supreme Court for life. For life. Uh, life. Yeah, life. And then that girl sitting behind him doing the white power symbol the oh, whole time. Oh, so I'm glad you brought that up. So uh, what was it? I can't remember what her actual name is. Um, um, let's see, Zena Bash. Um, yeah. And so, so here's the thing. So one year, one day, they were people were pointing out that behind Kavanaugh, she's sitting behind him. I think she's his, one of his. She worked. I think she worked for him or something like that. Yeah, she was like an old intern, right? Firm. And yeah. and she's basically she has. The way she's just resting her hand, she's like, oh, that's just how I rest my hand there. She got basically the okay symbol. She's kind of whole resting her arm there. First of all, nobody rests like that. Nobody, nobody does that. Nobody, no one does that. Nobody does yeah. that, right? Now, it's, it's, not people, it's not. So I've seen a lot of people go, well, that's not, first of all, it's not a white power symbol. All right. Because it was like, it got started as a troll campaign by 4chan, and it was just about them making things up, and it's not real. And that's what, like, Southern, Southern Poverty Law Center says that and stuff like that. And I'm like, but here's the problem. Here's where... The, 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 where they miss it at. <clears throat> I don't know a good thing that's ever come out of 4chan. No. 4chan is full of a bunch of white people that are racist, bigoted, transphobic, homophobic, attack women. Like, they are literally a breeding gown for white supremacists and alt-right anyway. So if you're telling anyway. me that they... Because it's the same group that came out with the whole... Uh, they were pretending to be black women. And then... Yeah. And they were doing... It was a whole big thing on... um. Mm-hmm. On Twitter a couple of years ago, that came out I of Fortune. Fortune uh, does a lot of this kind of stuff. That's what that's what they're known for, right? These kind of trollings, but they're trolling, but they're still racist or they're still sexist yeah. or homophobic, right? So when you sit there and tell me that it originated from them, but it's not a white power symbol, they just did it to kind of be like, you know, to troll. I'm like, so they did it among their own racist group to pretend to be like that makes them still racist. And also, like, if it's not a white parson, but why do so many white supremacists use it? There you go. So that was the other thing, too. It's like, okay, let's say we, yeah, let's say we go with the idea that it wasn't at first, but it got co-opted by the alt-right people, so that's all they do now. So now when they're in a situation, like when they're in the White House, or they're in a situation where they can throw it up there, they do it, um, but we do know that they are racist. So it's like, it's like trying to, it's like when people try to argue that the swastika isn't a Nazi symbol anymore. Uh, it now. Yeah, it is. Doesn't matter what it was before. It became known for Nazism. So that goes into yeah, the whole no, thing. No, no one could rock that Hitler mustache. That's why it's called. We don't know the name of it. It's called a Hitler mustache because right. now it's, it's associated with Hitler. Right. Sorry. You know? And, and then on top of that, so then after, getting, after people made it, think of it right, so you know what Zena Bash decided to do the next day? She then dropped all the pre and then did it up behind him so the camera can see yeah. it up on purpose. So now I'm like, okay, right. so people said, you said there wasn't a white, you said it was ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. Now you're doing it, and people are like, she did it to troll people back. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is the thing that I don't understand, because she's not, people are like, well, she's like, 
we got Mexican heritage and blah blah blah. She's not a hundred percent white. Listen, guys, one of the guys that beat one of those uh those protesters, black protesters, was like a Puerto Rican guy. So this idea yeah. that these white passing non black people can't also be white supremacists, I don't that's that's fucking bullshit. We've already gone down that road. Here's the thing though. Cause this is the thing I see from from the alt right and these people, these white people all the time is say when they go, Oh, I'm not a Nazi, but since you don't like Nazi symbolism, I, I put up swastikas all the time. Yeah, no. That makes you that, that's like me going Yeah, that makes me that's like me saying, I mean, I'm not a rapist, but like I I like try to rape women because I'm trolling you back. Like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. If people thought it was a white power symbol and they thought you were making it, why would you then go and do it the second day to troll them back? No, now you've just confirmed that we like, oh, you're full of fucking shit. Right. Like who 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 doesn't like racists who pals around with racist ideologies and racist ideas and racist symbolism? If you're not a racist or a white supremacist. Because the stuff is so uncomfortable, I don't know how. I don't know if you, if you, if you're not someone who believes in any of it, how you even stomach it. Like how? How is that even possible? But there's a part of you that believes it, or else you couldn't put up with some of that nonsense. If people, if people actually thought I was making like I accidentally drew a swastika, I wouldn't then yeah. go out the next day and draw and really draw a swastika. Going now, it's really a swastika. See, see, I'm trolling you back. Like no, that's fucking stupid. Right, right. It's fucking stupid. I remember listening to uh, Aaron Foster's podcast and he had Clay Travis on there and Clay Travis was pretending that he wasn't racist and saying that, you know, you know, and, and Aaron in his nice way was kind of was trying to tell him like, hey, man, but I know you see these racist people who follow you. So if you're not racist and these racist people love you, what what is going on? Hmm. He said that in a nice way. I would have been more direct being like, dude, first of all, you are the stuff that you champion. And second of all, like, you know. Like Clay, I don't know if you saw on on Twitter the, the other day, Clay Travis lost his mind behind that Kaepernick Nike deal. Oh, he did. Fuck, I'm oh, God. Love it. Said it was stupid, and then like the next day it was like, look, Nike's down two percent. He's already cost him three or something. People are like the the whole market's down, bro. Like relax. Oh yeah, I just think it's funny. Yeah. I would be if I was one of his followers or someone who who believed in his ideology. I would be upset that he would think I was this stupid to believe some of this nonsense. That would frustrate me. You think I'm this dumb? Well, the pro- so the pro- so I've seen that, but the problem is, you're too smart to be one of his followers. So yeah. that so that's that's where the that's where your logic. So you're you're already being too logical to be one of his followers. <laughs> his people because uh, Ben Shapiro did the same thing when Ben Shapiro said something stupid, and people were like, somebody was like, you know, Ben really thinks that his his followers are that stupid. And somebody was like, because they are, they believe like. When you listen to these people, it's it's like when you get those black people. Because other things I've been seeing a lot of these these black people that are now pro pro Trump. That's one of the things that uh, going Something going bad. along with this is uh, uh, I think it was maybe it might have been last week. Yeah, I think it was last week. Trump treats names of black supporters after poll shows with three percent approval among African Americans. <laughs> Wait, what? President Donald Trump took took to Twitter on Sunday morning to proceed and proceeded to list off the names of a few of his high profile black supporters in the wake of a poll that shows him with a paltry three percent approval rating among African Americans. On Twitter, Trump wrote, Tiger Woods showed great class in the way he called he answered the question about the office of the presidency and me. Now they uh, by the way, uh Tiger Woods also came out and said he loves the fucking Kaepernick ad, so there's there's that. Um yeah, there's that, yeah. Yeah. now they say that now they say the so called 
left is angry at him. So sad, but the center and right loves Tiger, Kanye, George Foreman, Jim Brown, and so many other greats and even more. Isn't Jim Brown a fucking, like, domestic? Jim Doesn't Brown he beat women? He's domestic. Yeah. yeah. He, he beats women. Who the fuck yeah. who, the, who the fuck even cares about George Foreman anymore if he's not selling grills? Ever since he stopped selling George Foreman grills, ain't nobody care a fuck about George, uh, George Foreman anymore. And we all know how fucking lost Kanye is. Yeah. You know? But, the, but they're the ones who are thinking uh, out, outside the plantation. and they're, they're, they're the free thinkers. No, you're just inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Free Bruh, thinkers. We got into this conversation in our group thread the other day, yesterday about Kaepernick's um, collusion case. So one, one of my friends who I, I love dearly, but man, this dude. So he's like, I heard Kaepernick got offered a bunch of jobs. And, you know, all of us, all in the same age range, all, you know, educated people. One of us chimes in and is like, oh, Denver, the Denver offer was a trade and it included, and it was before the kneeling thing and it included a huge pay cut. And he said, no, that wasn't a job offer. Then he chimes back in, well, I heard he keeps getting offered jobs. I said, well, the basis for his whole case for collusion that he has been offered a job. <laughs> right. That's the entire basis for the case. And, right? and the arbitrator is basically, the arbitrator basically and said that his case can go forward because there's, there should, yeah, he has a there's case. Enough evidence to, to, there's enough evidence, at least early on, to for a trial, right? Now, the, the tough part is going to be them trying to figure out, uh, you know, if there was actual collusion happening, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to get find actual proof of it. And they may have it, they may not, you know. And well, in the way, in the way, here, and, and they the, have and an the, owner who just flips, who knows? Right, in a way, in a way these owners are dumb and this arrogant. Yeah. I wouldn't put, there might I be evidence. wouldn't put a back. Right, there, there a might be email, evidence. They're, they're dumb. A, a, a staffer, who knows, right? Right. But I was, he was like, well, no one's proved to me that he didn't get an offer. I was like, bruh, all right, dude. If he got one offer from any single team in the league, he doesn't have a case. Right. It, do, right. it, it does not get past the judge. Right. It does not go to trial. So when the NFL shows up in a motion for dismissal, and their motion for dismissal says, yeah, because he got an offer from the, from the bills that he turned down. Not a workout, not like a legitimate offer. And yeah. And he, and he was still pushing back. What do you guys, like Kaepernick's, you guys Kaepernick's legal team? I was like, no, it's just common sense. Bro, it's common sense. What are you talking about? Right. Because even, wasn't it Elway that said that, wasn't it Elway that said that he, that he had gotten the deal and then had to walk it back and was like, well, actually, well, no, I was kind of, I was, because he got dragged and people were like, you're lying. And people were like, he was yeah. like, he had to go back and be like, okay, yeah, you got me. You got me. I was right. Yeah, you got me. I, I, we didn't really uh, offer him a deal. It was, it was you know, a trade. I, it was before I, all of this. I mean, I had to try, right? I had to try. I had to try. Right, you know, right, just... right. He, so, so Elway jumps out and takes a bullet and jumps on a grenade. He doesn't need right. to. But he's just trying to explain. It, it, it's, it, 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 yeah. it's trying to explain things to people that, are, that to me seem very simple and easy to understand that don't require a lot of deep diving. Just he, oh, another thing that he kept saying was like people, people, people sue all the time to see what happens. I was like, nigga, no, you think <laughs> somebody can just bring a frivolous lawsuit in front of the NFL just to see what happens? Right? You, like Reggie Bush just won his case against the Detroit Lions or whatever state or St. Louis when he slipped and hurt his knee, but that was a whole process for him suing them for what was happening on the on the sidelines. Like you can't just bring some whatever little bumbling lawsuit just to see what happens like some judge will punch you in your face well the other man get this out of my courtroom well the, the other thing too is like well, and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about when we talk about the the whole academy thing it's like 
in, in, in some in some respects, I, I I feel bad for the average person because cutting through the bullshit at this point in the internet age is hard. It's really hard yeah. because here's the thing: who do you go to that gives you the the actual facts on this Kaepernick shit and what's going on? Like, right. who who's doing it? Because if you're going to like radio or if you're if you're not, unless you're reading an actual in depth article on it, most of these places are first, first of all we we have to understand that a lot of people, I mean, throw myself in this, you know, we're basically shock jocks. We're not actual investigative reporters. Most people are not doing their own investigation. So these people who you're listening to haven't done the actual research on what's going on. You usually have to read that. It's usually coming into print. You know, these are people that are doing like the legwork to actually investigate these things and, and write them out and, and do full in-depth analysis of this. What you're normally hearing is somebody doing a, pre, a regurgitation of something that they also already got the cliff notes on themselves. Correct. You know? Right. And so it is actually kind of hard to figure out well, what is the truth and what right. actually It's the watered-down version of the watered-down version already. Exactly. You're stuck with the really diluted truth that, that's not rooted in anything that, that how some people feels or some ridiculous hot take. Right. Like I saw a clip the other day. Uh, it was that Speak for Yourself show with, with, with you know, Whitlock. And it's funny hearing Whitlock argue football with people who actually play in the league and him be the lone man out and then be like, no, you're wrong about this. He's just like throwing his hands up like, ugh, you guys don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones. The guys who actually play in the NFL are the ones who don't get it, and you're the you're you're somehow smarter and and, and you know more about what it what it means to play in the league. A, a guy who never played in the league. Well, and, and Whitlock, to see him with yeah. these dumb hot takes is is mind blowing to me. Whitlock's a good good example of somebody who is not good at their job, but mm-hmm. somehow keeps getting promoted because they're. It's the whole thing that um. Should I even get into this? This week, I'll, I'll say this. Maybe I'll say this for next week. Uh, but the whole uh, Alex Jones got suspended because Alex, he finally went too far and he actually went after Jack in real life. Yeah. And so Alex now he's suspended. But it's it's this thing where um, these tech companies and and the, the the thing for today is not truth and being good at your job. It's actually what kind of views and engagement you can bring, and that's why you yeah, hire. Uh, and that's why you hire a Jason Whitlock. Jason Whitlock right. is not a good writer. His takes mm-hmm. are, it's not even that he has bad takes in which like, you're like, I just disagree with you. You make a good argument, right. but I disagree with you. And that's why your take is bad. No, he makes bad takes that are just like, you are factually incorrect. I will never yes. forget the terrible article he wrote about um, one of the women that, uh, accused Ben Roethlisberger of trapping her in the bathroom at that time. Right. And Whitlock's whole excuse was basically, his whole article was basically to slut shame this girl, basically saying she's in a sorority and you, basically, you know how sorority girls are. She had a DTF shirt on, which means down to fuck. Why, why wouldn't, uh, obviously Ben Roethlisberger thought that he was okay. And he should, like, it was disgusting. Right. I wish I could, I, I have to go change, sorry, see if I can find it. It was yeah. absolutely... his latest hot take about about LeBron's barbershop show was the best. That was the best. That was that was to me like Whitlock on fire. Yeah, it, he was talking about oh, I never been to a bar like they curse so much and and it, it was never a critique of what LeBron never been to a and Beckham and Candace Parker actually talked about. Right, it was all about them cursing in a barbershop and how he doesn't go to barbershops like that. Okay, Clearly. 
I mean, what? It's just what, like, what are they talking about on the show? What? What? What is, what is wrong with you? Like, but again, he's not. He's playing to an audience. He's playing yeah. to a oh, white racist God, audience, yeah, and that's it. what he's doing by being. He's no different than the the black conservatives. It's the same thing, and he keeps getting jobs because we were like, well, they get engagement, and instead of making the 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 the, the cutoff of, well, he doesn't bring any actual intellectual value to what we're doing. Nope. People are saying, fuck it, okay. And so now you have to go through and you have to cut through that. You have to cut through the Jason yeah. Whitlocks to right. actually get like, let's be honest, the Bomanis who actually do real actual work, right. who actually do real right. investigation, real actual interviews, actually do the, 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 the legwork to actually give you stuff where it's like, no, they still I mean, give opinions. I mean, is a perfect example, right? Even if I disagree with a take of Bomani has, it's never I never feel like he hadn't thought about what he's saying. Exactly. And it's not coming from a place of like, I thought about this and I've thought about the ramifications in here in here. It's not like some smoking hot take that's just meant to to rile people up and, and, and get a reaction from people. It's not that it's never that. But that's def that's a Whitlock in a nutshell. Right. And, like and- his whole rant on LeBron is for him to he 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 wants to get a reaction out of people. Yeah. He wants LeBron to mention his name and say something. But he's never he's never going to. Yeah, it's it's just one of the, it's, it's 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 ridiculous. You know? How it, much how much would you pay to see Kaepernick just punch Whitlock one time? You know what? Zero dollars. Because here's the thing: because as soon as he does that, as then 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 Whitlock just goes. The thing the, the thing about when you have somebody like Whitlock, he always wins. If you ignore yeah. him, he wins. If you confront him, he wins. If you punch him in the face, he wins. Like he he had. There are no consequences for being Jason Whitlock. He, it's just like the you're Republican. Always, you're, you're always about being a black contrarian who, who can look at white people and say, yeah, you're right. This black person is bad. You were right all along. It's, just, <laughs> like, it's, it's always a gig for that. It, it's the thing about when I go on people about like Republicans, people are like, why can't Democrats do what Republicans do? I'm like, because Democrats actually, for the most part, try to have a conscience and try to try as a whole to do the moral thing. When you have no morals and you have no... You have no foundation. You can bend with the wind, which is exactly what the fucking Republicans do. It's the same thing with with, right. with, with Whitlock. Whitlock and Whitlock basically comes and wakes up every morning, and goes, "All right, what take can I take today to cause as much right. as much uh, blowback as possible?" Right. And then what can once, I say today? This is the most ridiculous thing, and he says it about the biggest athletes too. It's not even. It's like how can you because be that's, dumb? because that that'll get the most. That'll generate. The, it's the same thing people do on on, on YouTube. I've been calling people out about this on YouTube about how everybody now has the bad takes on Star Wars because those are what generate the, oh, yeah. the, the those are what generates the thing. It doesn't matter the if they're factually a- incorrect. Like that chick, um, um, uh, uh, Grace Randolph, who's terrible beyond the trailer, or whatever the fuck. Her she is oh, yeah, she has literally thing. gone to basically being a racist now, and she's now right. going on the whole anti SJW thing because she knows as a white woman. Being anti SJW will endear her with these the the the, the young the young fan base doesn't know any different and these young racist white men which will drive up her her views even more. Doesn't matter. She's the one that came out and was basically like went with the whole. I heard that Disney is trying to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy. Who'd you hear it from? You don't have. Oh a source. yeah, God, that's the- you don't have a source. Yeah. Doesn't didn't matter. All she did was throw it out there, and so now she keeps doing that over and over again. She did something else recently too, and it was just like. You are doing this on purpose to generate hate, and and that's all that. And no, and nobody can. And 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 
and and what it does is it it just it it, it allows her to basically um uh you can take any take and then be, when you get pushback you become the victim. Yeah. They they Why push they, they push they push because right because they have an opinion. It's like yeah, your opinion's rooted in your racism. The, the same thing if you if you're in comics and you even watching this happen on comics with the comics gate thing, comics gate people are doing this too because the comics industry is basically like we're not going to be the gaming industry. You're not going to pull the Gamergate yeah. shit that, that, that you guys pulled with Gamergate. You're not going to pull it with Comicsgate. No. So you now had all these high profile, and, and I appreciate this, a lot of white male uh, comic creators basically come out and, and condemn Comicsgate and what's going on here. And you're now seeing the industry as a whole basically clown and mock these people. Like that dude, Richard Myers, who's running the diversity in comics, yo, he's been getting mocked mercilessly. Yeah, I saw, that, I saw that, that clip that dude did. It was great. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, um, oh fucking Gail Simone is fucking, it's been, yeah. been going. Gail Simone, they, 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 somebody found um, a draft of it. He, because he doesn't like Riri. Like, Richard Myers does not like Riri. You yeah. know, everybody knows the, so the little black girl who uh, took over for Iron Man for a little bit. He doesn't like Riri. He says, Riri is a bad character. So we apparently right. went out and tried to write his own version of Riri at one point. And has some, the, the artwork is terrible. And the dialogue is just like Gail Simone ripped it apart, right? And he goes, in, and he, now he's trying to change up going like, oh, why are you, that was somebody else's work. That was a young comics fan trying to get into comics. And now you're attacking them. But, but that's what they do. It's like they push, they push, yeah. they push. They, 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 they try to get a reaction. They try to um, be as nasty as possible. And then as soon as they get hit in the mouth, they're running like Nicki Minaj did. Like I, I've been seeing what's going on with Nicki Minaj and. Cardi B, but the same thing, right? Wait, it's like the white dude confronting their pregnant black lady and the black dude stepping same, in. Same thing with that one, right? That that, that yeah, dude gets hit. He's like, "Will you hit me?" If you have yeah. not seen the video of, uh, I don't dude know where like, this was. I hit you. I don't. I don't know where it was. This black dude. I don't even know what state they were in. This black dude. This is white yeah. dude. You, you get the video. I, I imagine it was Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the hat made seem like it's got to be somewhere in the south. It's got to be Texas, right? So there's, the you, the video starts with you see this this white man's all in the face of this pregnant black woman. I, I actually I don't know if she's pregnant. I think the woman I know the woman in the car also I think she said she was pregnant. But the other thing too is I think people miss is I think there's another chi- I think there's another child in the car because at one point yeah, the, the, in the car. because the, the one point the, the the black woman is saying to this white goose all in her face going that is a child she's 15. So then there's another black person another black child maybe a black girl. In the car, and I think what's happening is the girl's trying to drive. And somehow this right. white dude was upset about the way it was happening in, in this car. So he's all up in this woman's face. And so all you hear is like, what are you doing? And this black dude, when this, this, this big black dude, this, this, this cowboy hat comes over. And first of all, he doesn't know this black woman. He steps in between the white dude and the black woman, right? And it's great. And he's like, this dude, white dude, this white dude's all up in his face. Blah, blah. And the black dude's like, what are you going to do about it? And I guess they're in a state that allows you to carry. Dude pulls his gun. He hasn't pointed yeah, at the white point dude. It. Didn't point at him. He, he just said, what are you going to do, big man? He pulled, he, pointed, he just pulled the gun out of the holster. Pulled it white dude goes, he has a gun. Greatest thing is, somebody in the back of me here goes, it's an open carry state. <laughs> he ain't doing nothing wrong. <laughs> like, what, you point a gun at me. The guy's like, I didn't point it at you. But you need to back up. Right, right. It, it is so funny because everybody around here, everybody else around this white dude is basically going like, hey, bro, you stepped into it. So when he when the dude yeah. pulls a gun, he's like, he has a gun. Call the police. He has a gun. And people are like, no, nah, I'm not calling the police. He's allowed to have a gun. He's able to carry. This is an open carry state. He pointed a gun at me, and the black dude's like, no, I didn't. Get black dude puts a gun back in the joint, right? Yeah. Why still do still incest? Still all up in the 
black dude's face, still trying to get to the white woman. Black dude's still sitting there, right? All of a sudden, he's like, black dude's like, you're not going to do shit. You're not a man. I'm gonna, you hit me, I'm going to fuck you. The black dude, white dude's getting yeah. all puffed up. It's like, and again, this, this is a white dude. Like, literally got his, he got like pants hiked up. He got like the car, he got like the, 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 um, the, the shoes, the, the, the official shoes of the racist white people. Look, he got some new balances on. He got the, got the tube socks all the way pulled up, right? This dude is not in shape whatsoever. No. All in this big black dude's face, right? Oh, he's like, and black dude's like, hit me, motherfucker. Go ahead and do it. Yeah, hit me. I, I dare you. Hit me. And this dude, white dude gets all, it gets, getting, gets all, finally, he just gets mad. And I guess, I guess he just, it's, he just, yeah. he just didn't. And this is one of those things where you just you you cast a check you 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 write a check your body can't cash right and it's just no he goes yeah. and he punches he's just so angry. he punches a black dude in the stomach not even and, a good hit not even a good hit he just like punches right in the stomach right man that black dude took caught him with a right hook and it's just smooth, and, and he, smooth right hook and he just let it st- he just put the he put the hand and just held it there right. He didn't yeah, knock the black dude like out or anything. <laughs> right, right. He did the old man punch. White dude doesn't fall down or anything, but it gets hit in the face, and he's just like, oh, you hit me. You hit me. Yeah, and immediately, you hit me. immediately turns like, into the yeah. victim. Immediately turns into the victim. Yeah, goes, I'm calling the cops. They're like, call the cops. You the hit lady him. recording. He's like, yeah, I've been recording the whole time. Yeah. He's you like, hit him first. He was like, what? He, he like yeah, oh my around God. with his hands up. It was amazing. <laughs> he's at this point getting, because we only see the video from the woman that's across the parking lot. But the, the black yeah. woman that he originally went after started recording, too. Yeah. I want to see her video. Yeah. You see this dude hit this black dude bright as day. It's like, you right clearly hit him. Day, but as bro. soon as he goes, I'm calling the police, like, they're like, yo, you hit him first. He goes, what? No, I didn't. You're like, yeah, you did. We got it on video. You clearly uh, hit him he first. He spins around with his hands up like, what? Are you guys kidding? Like, like he wasn't the aggressor. But that's, but that's what happens here. These people get... Yeah. They're, they're super racist. They're super um, offensive. They go off this, this stuff. Then as soon as they get hit back in the face, all of a sudden they're the victims. The victims, yeah. And, and what we have to, we have to resist the, the temptation is to let them be victims. And again, I'm very, yeah. very grateful of the comics community not letting these people be victims. They're not. They're basically going, no, 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 no. All of you guys, get the fuck out of here. We don't want you here. You know? Go out and do your own thing. We're gonna clown you and make you seem like it's a it's it's for it's for the fan. No, it's not. We all know it's not. You're full of shit, and everybody sees it. We have screenshots of your previous uh, attacks. Like Richard, Richard's gone through and started deleting his more um uh uh, uh disgusting videos. And I'm like, yeah. but did we already know you had them? We've seen them. Right. Like, it's funny. It reminds me of. You know, going back to Whitlock, it reminds me of. Do you remember when Greg Howard wrote those those pieces for Deathbed? Yeah, what was happening at Whitlock? Yes. Mm-hmm. Those were KOs, right? And he he also, if you if you listen to Chris Lambert's the Mundane Festival, he had him on, and he and he Greg Howard goes into a little more about what sort of what happened, a little more detail, which was just you know just more nails in that coffin, right? I remember Whitlock saying the truth is going to come out, and he's going to. He's gonna say something. He's gonna do something, and nothing ever came out. Oh, weird how that works. So, so if this dude, Greg Howard, everything he wrote in these three pieces were all blatant lies, and none of it was true. Say something. But hmm. you know, since then he's been gone and undefeated. Has come out and been a great arm of of ESPN and putting out great work. But yeah, it's hmm. 
Interesting. I mean, the, those pieces, those those pieces. If you get a chance to read them, are oh yeah, no, they 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 broke it down, yo. They 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 and 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 again, Will I couldn't. It, it, you can't combat the truth. You can't. You can't combat the truth. They have audio of him. There's audio on one of those pieces. It's audio. <laughs> like, what are you doing? So, yeah. all right, let's um. Last thing we gotta we, we kind of mentioned it before, um, but we're <clears throat> what we're gonna be talking about with this great most of white privilege. But let's go ahead and do this. So great moments of white privilege today. Um, we kind of mentioned before about the the whole thing with Nike and Kaepernick and like I said, Nike not playing. You know, nah, between their support of Ser- Serena Williams. And now with Kaepernick and, and how that deal went down, um, again, I get it. You know, capitalism and Nike still has issues with their factories and things like that. But like, like I, when I always see, see people say this shit, they're like, "Oh wow, you know, um, you know, you oh you guys are you guys are fans of Nike now. You know, you, you forgot about their slave labor and stuff like that." Hey, listen, listen. I don't know what shoes you wear, but like, you probably wear Nike too. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, like guys, yeah, well, it's it, it's all it's ugly out here. And like, it, you know, if you if you care enough about it, I hope you're using your voice instead of pointing at other people to to make a change and try to change it or bring bring some sort of light to it. But if you're not, then just shut up. Like if I, you're I just using it to shame people. Yeah, I, then be quiet. Yeah, I mean, you're saying that as you wear Nikes yourself. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I'm I'm so tired of this fake this fake wokeness. I know there's not great there's not the great moments of white privilege, but I'm just tired of this fake wokeness with people going like they're anti capitalist. It's like. Hey, that's great to be anti-capitalist, but we 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 live in a capitalist society, so we're technically we're all capitalists. Doesn't yeah, mean we like it. it. Doesn't mean we like it. Doesn't mean we don't want the yeah. system to change. But you saying you're not a capitalist as you live in a capitalist society is bullshit. Right. It just is. Yeah. It it just is. Yeah. You participate in right. capitalism. You help the system keep going. We are all part of the same machine. Just because you are you you say you're not doesn't mean you're not. We all are. Yeah. Doesn't mean we don't want it to change. But like. Fuck out of here. I'm just listen. I love Amazon, but man, we took our students to the Amazon fulfillment center. It's a little further south mm-hmm. in like south of Seattle. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it's a sweatshop in that joint. Yeah, that's why you get your product so fast. Yeah, now, mean, as much as I love Amazon, you get in there, you're like, ugh. Right. Let me try to. I want that that men in black thing. Try to forget. I saw that. Right. Every I mean, time I, I, cl- I click something on Amazon, I'm like, ooh. I yeah. don't. What are we? It's well, not good. And, and, and like, hey, we all want the change, but like, we also participate and keep this shit going. So, yeah, whatever. So anyway, but so Kaepernick got you know got the it, it is a great ad. If you have not seen the ad, I'm not gonna play it here because I think you really I could play it, but you really need to see the ad. So make sure you go if you haven't seen the ad yet for some reason, go find the the Nike ad. It is truly amazing. Not just because Kaepernick's in it, but just everybody they put into it. You know, it's just it's it's wonderful. And I think Nike was also behind the um. Serena Williams ad, right? With her mm-hmm. dad? Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, they, yeah. look, they've been doing a great job with some of these black athletes. I'm sorry. It's, that's, it's fucking amazing, right? Um, but you knew that once that happened, white people were going to get angry. And you knew that um, white people were going to do dumb shit. So we've been seeing white people burn their Nikes, which again, hey, destroying something that you've already bought, kind of dumb, guys. You already bought for it. You already, you already paid for it. Yeah. You already paid for it. But that wasn't the that was that wasn't the thing that was getting me for white women's white privilege. What get me for great women's white privilege is, I, and I was waiting on this. I was waiting on this. 
Um, I was waiting on the universities, the white universities, to start telling me they were going to drop yeah. Nike products because of this. And I had somebody yeah. actually try to tell me, it's like, that's not going to happen. I was like, you don't know this country. <laughs> if you really did not think that, that was going to happen, you really don't know this country. Because of course, it was going to fucking happen. Of course. Um, so one, uh, I'll, go with the, I'll go with the smaller one first. Uh, the College of Ozarks. College removes uniforms featuring Nike after Nike logo to protest the, com- uh, the Nike deal. The endorsement deal between Nike and Colin Kaepernick pro- prompted a flood of debate on Tuesday. Uh, Trenton Town, blah, blah, blah. I, let's see. I'm keep going down here. Um, let's see. The College of Ozarks, a private Christian school in Point Lookout, Missouri, that competes in sports at the N- uh, N- NAIA level, said it will remove all uniforms purchased from Nike that contain the brand's logo. Last year, the college added a state, uh, stipulation to the competition contract saying it would walk away from any game where the opposing team takes a knee, sits or turns his back on the flag or an anthem. If Nike is a shame of America, we are ashamed of them, Carlos Ozarks. President Jerry uh, C. Davis said in a statement, we also believe that those who know what sacrifice is is more, it, it is more likely to be wearing a military uniform than an athletic uniform. Oh, God. Go fuck yourself. Okay, how do you watch that ad and think Nike is ashamed of America? That that's your takeaway. You watch that. You watch that whole ad and you say, you know what, Nike, you're ashamed of America. It's come on, man. It, it it's it's one of those things because because we have this. The thing that gets me about this is we have this sick relationship, and and and, and the, people have this sick relationship when they say military and supporting the military. Because you're saying that, but does your your private college does it give free tuition to military members? Yeah. Is your is yeah. your is your is your is your private college doing everything it can to ensure uh, veterans of foreign wars when they come home uh, have the access and in in, in health care they need? No, you're not doing any of yeah, that. Healthcare, but, housing. Yeah. Yeah. All no, of that. No, but it, but it, but it, but it's easier to say you support the troops because that's all it is. You know, it's a slogan that came up under the Bush administration, support the fucking troops. Can you put that little fucking ribbon on the back of your car? That's all you have to fucking do. But when it comes to actually supporting America and what America stands for and what the troops are supposedly fighting for, yeah. which is freedom to protest and freedom, right. freedoms for everyone, that's where but, you have a problem. For a lot of them, the, the quote-unquote troops is synonymous with white people in America, oh, absolutely. not America. How many, I mean, how many, how many, how many, how many people of color in the military have come home and told you that they, you know, black people, I still get called a nigger when I came home. Yeah. My uncles. Yeah. My dad. Yeah. You know, my family members who, been, who, who are service members, who, who are retired military, they've all had that experience. They've yeah. all told me that. This isn't like an assumption. They've all, we've all talked about that experience. And it's funny when they say, it was like, oh, they don't know what sacrifice is. They don't represent America. So I guess you don't care about the Olympics then. Yeah. Don't, don't care about that. Oh, okay. Well. So if you if if you don't care about the Olympics and the military and stuff like that, then why did the why are you paying why is the military paying all this money for the the uh uh for for for, for the NFL to promote military and have a joint vision with them and play the anthem and stuff like why are they doing all this stuff why? My, it, it, so my it, question to the school who's who's getting rid of all that Nike stuff like are they giving whatever money Nike gave them back? If, if if Nike gave them money for this to, to wear their apparel, are they giving it back? Is that part of the deal? 
just literally on some like you got Nike money. <laughs> you get yeah. like your mom was like, "Yo, I want a new pair of shoes." What kind of shoes you want? Nike. You got Nike money. We're going to pay less. Right. Like, like if I give you a cool whatever meal to the school and the NS athletic program for you guys to wear our apparel, cool. Now you're not wearing it. I need that meal back. Yeah. Go ahead and put your New Balances on. Yeah. 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 yeah go, you you go got it. You good? Yeah. No, you good. I mean. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You 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 yeah. You, yeah. you straight. Yeah, we'll see if Deodora will pay you a million dollars to wear their stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not happening. Get that money back too, if it's if it's that important to you. It's not. It's just. It's a fake fame gesture, uh, to, to quiet the voice of marginalized people. You know who want things to be different in this country. That's yeah. it. It's, it's not. It's not rooted in any sort of. It's not rooted in patriotism. It's not rooted in anything moral. Not rooted in anything that they feel is right versus wrong. It's just rooted in them, them enjoying their seat at the table and not wanting to give it up. Well, and they look at this as having to give up a seat. Yeah, and it's like when they use Pat Tillman, even though and, and, yeah, ignore, and, and, and ignore his his widows, uh, his his widows uh, need, don't do that. Don't use his image. Not to mention that he Numerous was killed. Not, not, come out saying that. Yeah, not not to mention he was killed by other Americans, and in, and that was killed. That uh, was covered up by Americans. Like it was like it's a terrible thing. Well, he sacrificed. Yeah, he sacrificed. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, but we're not done. We're not done yet, because because <clears throat> yeah, that's a private. That's, that's the College of Ozarks. Who gives the fuck about the College of Ozark, Ozark, right? Yeah. Jerry Falwell Jr. exploring whether the Liberty should drop Nike after Colin Kaepernick ads. Jerry Falwell Jr., president of Liberty University and close ally of President Trump, told USA Today Sports in a phone conversation Friday that the Nike ad campaign centered around Colin Kaepernick might call the school to reconsider its relationship with their apparel company, which signed a contract late. Last year to outfit Liberty's athletic teams through 2024. Reporting this iteration, if Nike really does believe that law enforcement in this country is unfair and biased, I think we will look around. If we have a contract, we'll honor it. But we strongly support law enforcement and strongly support our military and veterans who died to protect our freedoms. If the company and if the company believes that Colin Kaepernick believes, it's going to be harder for us to keep doing business with them. Just, for, just, a, remi- just a reminder that anyone with the name of Falwell. Fucking jackass. Because Jerry Falwell is you know, his father, Jerry Falwell. Anything, Jerry Falwell. You made a good point, sorry. When he died, I was not didn't shed a tear because he was a piece of shit too. Like father, like son. They're both pieces of shit. Like if, if Nike believes what Colin Kaepernick believes, which is basically that Oh wait, he says if Nike really does believe that law enforcement in this country is unfair and biased, how are you the president of a university? And you do not understand the actual facts and data that shows that, yes, law enforcement in this country is unfair and biased. Yeah. That's not Without a doubt. Every, every week there's a story. And we're not even talking about, we're not even talking. Listen, if you just took out the murder of black and brown people, the, mur- the countless murders, if you took that data out, just the lawlessness that takes place with it. Like that lady who shot that dude in Dallas. That cop who said she came home to the wrong apartment and it already sounded shady. And she shot the dude in his apartment. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, looks like Dallas PD trying to cover it up any way they can. But, you know, those kind of stories, right? These dudes running prostitution rings, drugs, planting fake evidence, all that stuff. That stuff is disgusting. And we're not even talking about murder. Just all the other stuff is disgusting. Yeah. How can you, how can you ignore the stuff in the news and say it's not a problem? Because the, it doesn't involve white people. 
Yeah, stuff is a problem. Clean it up. Clean it all up, man. Just, just the fake. I don't know if you ever saw Vice did that driving while black thing. Mm, no, <clears throat> it, it's great, but it's like there's two parts. The first part is like this county in um in New Jersey, and they essentially are taxing black people. It's the same thing they did in Ferguson, taxing these black people uh, for all these random tickets. So people show up and they, and instead of fighting it, they pay whatever fine and they move on, right? And so it's essentially you get a tax for living there for being black. You're most likely to get pulled over and you're most likely to, to have to pay this fine, right? The, the second part is a guy tells his story and he was like a, a councilman and he was driving and he gets pulled over. And he went, after he's pulled over, you know, the cop, he said he pulled over because there was a detour on the road and he pulled over to readjust his, his GPS. And he says, I says, I'm not pulled over 30 seconds. The cop comes up, asks me. First thing he says is, is this your car? Right. Dude's like, I'm already agitated, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I realize this is the world we live in. But I'm answering honestly what I'm doing. And the guy's like, you know, did you have anything to drink? He was like, yeah, I had a cocktail. We were at a, like a dinner. He was like, well, I need you to step out the car. I need to provide, you know, a field sobriety test. And he was like, what did I do? What is going on? And the cop was being a dick. So then he starts making him walk this line and do all this crazy stuff. Then he's like, he keeps asking the cop, is this being recorded? He's like, yes, I want to record it. You don't get to record shit. I want to call my lawyer. You're not calling anybody. So he's like, one more field sobriety test. I need you to put your fingers behind your head and lock, put your hand behind your head and lock your fingers. He's like, what kind of test is this? Dude cuffs him. Takes him down to the precinct. He says, man, we get to the precinct and dude's acting like he's my best friend. Like, hey, buddy. He was like, dude, like, what am I doing here? And the guy won't answer his questions. He's like, we want to give you a breathalyzer. Is it yes or no? He was like, look, man, I was in the military. I served. Right, this guy, military veteran, councilman, uh, says you wear uniform, I wear uniform. Can we just can we talk about what my rights are right now? Like, what are my rights? Cop says you didn't answer yes. They charge him. Right, comes down, you know, goes to trial, and it's just bullshit. They have no evidence. There's no dash cam footage. They don't have anything. But they dragged this guy to court for three months, and it finally gets thrown out. And he was like, he said the guy at the end of the story says, here's the problem. He said at the end of the day, I don't want to be cooperative. Because in a situation where I did everything right, I answered all the questions. I was not committing a crime. I was my rights were violated, and I was still taken advantage of. I don't have any trust in police or the system. Mm. And I was like, that's exactly where people are at. Perfect example. That's that's that's, that's a prime example of what happens to people. Not just that. Like you know what I want people to start doing? Go to Jerry Falwell Jr. and send him that video of. Have you heard of the story of the um the black kid that was driving his white grandmother home, and they got pulled over? No. Bro, no. there's a video. That of it's crazy. ridiculous. So this guy, there is it's a blue Lexus, right? And the black kid is driving, and his grandmother, I guess, is white. Is white is in the car with him, and the and the kid is driving, and the cops pull them over. They pull them over, guns drawn, pull the grandmother out of the car, or get the grandmother out of the car, and they have the the kid uh, out and have him walk. They do the whole thing where get out of the car, walk backwards to wow. us, and stuff like cuff him, put him in the fucking car. Then go talk to the grandmother's like, hey, you know, are you okay? But like, she's like, that's my grandson. What are you doing? And the cop's like, oh, well, see, what had happened was we, um, we had somebody else told me that they saw uh, two black men kidnapping a, 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 a white woman and a, a, a white grand, a older white woman and a, and a blue Lexus. So we saw the blue Lexus and we pulled you over. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Between that and then the new one came out out of the Dallas one where that, that uh, I, 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 I haven't, I didn't put it in the day's notes because I was waiting. I think, I, we, I think we all know 
the cop is yeah, white is a white woman but the one where uh this cop apparently at her long she over she 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 had an overnight shift she got she went she, she worked went to the, 12 hours worked 12 went to the wrong wrong apartment and when the dude opened up she shot him because she thought he was an intruder in his own apartment it's literally the Listen. it's literally the 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 um dave Chappelle kill him soft me oh johnson this negro broke into his <laughs> house and put his pictures up. she right. shot him dead shot him shot dead, him dead. And she's now being, they're looking to charge her with manslaughter. But just the, the yeah. conversations around how it happened, it's like, oh, well, she worked, she was, she was tired. She worked like, and people are like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if uh, the key you, didn't you, work. You, you work a full-time job and you do movie stuff, dude. There are days where you work a full-time gig, you get on the road, you go to a screening, you're, uh, you've, been, you've been moving for 12 hours. You, no, one, no one point do you ever go to a house that's not yours. <laughs> and try to get in and be like, oh, oh, I'm at the wrong house. Uh, must have been that 12-hour shift I worked. I walked to a house that's completely not mine. Come on, man. Well, but here's the thing. It's not even like she, like, I've heard of that before. Like, somebody gets drunk or, and they crawl through a window and it's the wrong yeah. house. She, was, she wasn't sober. She, I mean, she wasn't drunk or as far as anybody knows. The other thing, too, right? Cops get this ability that they don't, they don't get drug tested after fucking shootings. Weird, right? Weird. 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 But if my ass shot somebody, I'm getting tested for fucking everything, right? Well, whatever. No. So, but here's the thing. If it's not your apartment, how your keys didn't work, then you clearly go, oh, it's not my apartment. I'm at the wrong apartment. Oh, dumb me. Let me go to the right apartment. How do you have not be able to get in because the key doesn't work? When the door gets open, you didn't shoot the man that's there. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, I'm but again, it goes to show you, it's like, when Jerry Falwell says they're trying to believe that police don't have it different, like, you're full of shit. Yeah. There's all this evidence to show that you're wrong. And you're the president yeah. of a university, and you don't care about fucking facts. You no, shouldn't be no. president of a university anymore. Because you're full of shit. You and your fucking fake-ass religious bullshit. I'm just, yeah. I'm just so fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm just so fucking tired of of these people. It's exhausting. It, it, it's so it, it really is. It really, really is. Because they're, they're full of shit. Like, you, you literally have, how much evidence you have to ignore of police shooting dead unarmed black people before you sit there and go, huh. Yeah. You gotta just not care about it. Ah, yeah, you don't. You, you, yeah, you have to, and you not even just not care. I, I, you have to more actively not like, care. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really care. Yeah. Just say that. I'd rather you say that or, or, and, and you, because here's the thing, at this point, you have to actively not care. Oh, yeah. And, and you gotta go out of your way to be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, dude, go ahead and go ahead and give up that, that, that Nike thing. Apparently, the Nike, they, 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 their sales went up. Like, the, the stock price might have gone down because I think the market just went down that day, but the, but the sales went up. They generated so much fucking sales in that last two days. I uh, know. And they get more shit from me because I'm just like, yeah, okay, well, I now know I gotta. When I want to buy some new shit, I'll just buy some Nikes. Okay, I can do that. Just fucking ridiculous, man. Fucking ridiculous. I was wearing all Nikes the other day on accident. Mm-hmm. So comfortable. Oh yeah, I felt good in it. Yeah. yeah. Ooh man, we did a we did a full show, man. We did a full show, man. We we went through it without talking a lot about Trump and thank and God. not going I, crazy. I so tried that, to. I've been trying to get more fun and not talk about Trump because it's just yeah, so fucking draining with him and it's just terrible. Um, I will say this. Um, I did finish uh, season two of of Iron Fist. Yeah, I'm not even going to get into the argument I had this morning, but like, go watch season. 
season two is so much better than season is it one. Now? It, yeah, it's out now. It is a. It, oh. it's, it's only ten episodes too. So they chopped off the oh. three. I think I think it's way better pacing. I think ten is the sweet spot for these. I, I felt like the finish at eight was too short. But I know right. a lot of people have been saying that thirteen is too long. Ten, ten's a good number. Ten's a really good number. It worked really well. I'm going to be honest yeah. here. I actually liked it more than season two of Luke Cage, and I liked season two of Luke Cage. I yeah. I just did. I, I liked um, what they did with Misty. What they did with Colleen. Um, even what they did with Dan. Like every everything works really really well. I know I had arguments today with people complaining that Danny and Misty aren't together yet, but like oh, it it yeah. here's the thing. Missy Knight hasn't had a real, like, legit conversation with another character that didn't involve another man, that didn't involve a man, so it doesn't pass the bachelor uh, test, or that she wasn't conditioned with, because she's, like, in a conditioned relationship with her, with her captain and with um, the other lady that was in, that was working in the police department in, in season two of, of Luke Cage. And she kind of talks to Claire. But after like episode three, Claire's kind of gone from Luke Cage anyway. So, so, so you never get like Misty dealing with another female character outside of Colleen. Like she has that, that one, the, the one episode where she's with Colleen and they're really good together. This season of, 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 of Iron Fist is basically Colleen and Misty all the time. And they're so good. good. And they, yeah, they're really good together. And they have, like, they have conversations that, that involve them and not dealing with a man. I was having people tell me today, oh, so you're saying that black women can't have legit religion? I'm like, no, I'm just saying that it's actually nice to see two women discuss their lives and it doesn't center around right. a man. It, it just, yeah, that, that actually is yeah. something that when you talk about films and TV that you kind of don't want to have female characters that their entire existence revolves around a male character kind of shortchanges the female characters. Doesn't mean that eventually they can't get together or they can't have their relationships, but it's just like it's kind of, it's nice, you know. I'm just sorry, it's yeah. just nice. And fighting is way better. Finn Joan actually he's not thin anymore. He feels like he's actually like got some muscle on him. He looks like he got some muscle on him. So it's it's really really good, folks. Check it out. And it's short, like I said, it's ten episodes. You get the get the, the really in a weekend. So check that out. Um, and um, yeah, what you got coming up, man? I know again you're. You're, you're podcasting now, man. Yeah, man. We're doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, we're trying to fix all our audio stuff. So right now, so we're supposed to record an episode last night, but we ended up not doing one. But we've got um, we <laughs> we've got an episode for I'm gonna get you sucker coming out this week, and oh, then oh, we're sweet. doing like a whole creepy October thing. Because Shalia doesn't like scary movies, so mm-hmm. we're doing like mm-hmm. scary movies for October. So that should be fun. We get to do the thing. We get to do the first Halloween. We get to do um, oh, is American Wolf in London. So that, that'll be fun. So that's coming up in October mm-hmm. and in screenings, you know, all the big ones coming up. But next week is this Predator and A Simple Favor. So I'm, I'm yeah. excited to actually see both of those. Uh, me too. Uh, I'm actually, I saw, I first saw the, I saw the trailer for A Simple Favor when I went to see Searching, which by the way, if you have not seen Searching, go fucking Searching see Searching. Great. Searching is fucking great. Um, Searching's great. I saw the trailer for A Simple Favor and I was like, huh. I actually kind of want to see that. That looks very, very interesting. So it looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got that. Well, yeah, that's what I got coming up. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So for premium this week, I know we've been kind of slacking on premium. We just have so much stuff going on. Premium, I know uh, this month we got two comic book clubs, Saga, and the other one is the beginning of um, Superior Spider Man. Um, yeah. I'm also trying to in a couple of weeks get a. Um, I, I have a crew. I'm trying to get myself, Phenom, and um, Aaron from Black Astronauts. We're going to talk. 
Spider-Man 3 because we got Venom coming out soon. So <laughs> let's talk about that first appearance of Venom in a, in a, in a live action film. Let's talk Spider-Man 3. So it's going to be fun. And there's going to be some other stuff I know we got coming out for, for premium. So stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, com- com- Saga's uh, great. If you've never read Saga, man, I would recommend reading Saga, man. Saga's a great book. Oh, and now's the perfect time to catch up because we're going we're gonna to catch up to a to where they, 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 they just finished. But they're about to take, they're taking a year break, so now's the perfect time. Oh, wow! To, if you want to go ahead and catch up on Saga, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing our, our Saga Comic Book Club is gonna break break on two. We're gonna catch up to where the current issues are now, and then we're gonna kind of mm-hmm. go back into another issue where we kind of just recap everything we've seen because there's just so much stuff has been going on in Saga. So uh, that'll probably come yeah, later on this year. Try to adapt that into some sort of show or something. Ah man, like it, for me, one I think you gotta wait until it's done. Right, and then two. Someone's gonna do it. Yeah, oh, they're definitely gonna do it. Um, because you know they've been talking about doing Why the Last Man for the longest time too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like with stuff like this, and and, I, and I'll say this also with uh, these kind of comic books, I feel like they got to be TV shows. Yeah. They, oh, definitely have to be shows. Uh, yeah, like you know, even if it's like Amazon, it's so much. Yeah, it's so much. And if you don't cover it all, it's either you either got to do TV shows or you got to guarantee it's gonna be a, a it's gonna be four movies. I can yeah, see you that. Sign, they've gone on for four movies, and no matter what happens, you release these movies. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it that way. Like, why the last man? You can probably do it in a t- in a movie because you can. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's you like can one. It. Yeah, it's it, 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 you, you can kind of condense that story. But saga, so much shit goes on, and there's so yeah. many twists and turns, and it's like, I don't yeah, know. So much happens in the first trade. Like the first trade is a movie. Itself. Right, right. I don't, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, guys. Uh. Also, make sure you go into iTunes, put movie trailer reviews, leave us a uh, a review. Uh, we're trying to get our reviews up so we can try to get access to being uh, 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 Rotten Tomatoes critics. And don't forget, you can subscribe here, Insanity Check, on iTunes, or for Insanity Checks. You know what you can't get on iTunes anymore? InfoWars. I just saw a thing that came around that says that Apple has banned Alex Jones and InfoWars from the App Store. So, Thank hey, God. you can get us there, but you can't get InfoWars. But here's the thing: if you're if you're listening to us and Infowars, uh, yeah, kind of that Venn diagram is not that's not a thing. Yeah, that, that Venn diagram doesn't really exist. So, um, anyway, yo, Tim, thank you very much for joining me on here. Um, I know we'll be talking plenty more. Uh, sure. Especially as especially as the year comes in with these Oscar movies, and I always just get you on the Insanity Check anyway. So, um, thank you very much for being on, and everyone else, All thank right, you man. very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>